All right, here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of Brews, Views, and Other Nerdities. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And I'm back home from Chicago. Chicago. I refuse to say Chicago. Like it's you think you're supposed Chicago. to say Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. No, I say I'm saying Chicago. It's a it's a it's a C A <laughs> it's a C H sound. It's a ch it's not a change it to S H I C A G O and I'll call it Ch Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So surprisingly, um, you know, talking to people over there, like no one have no one has an accent. They were like, "Hey, do we have a? Do you think we have an accent?" <laughs> like, no, I'm not. It's not, like, it's not like Boston or like New York. You know, it's like yeah, New yeah, York. yeah. It's like a little bit. It's a, yeah. It's it's funny because I think it's only like that word, like Chicago, like saying the actual Chicago is where like sometimes the accent will come out with like probably older like uh, older uh, folks. There you, you know. go. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear any distinguishable. That's like uh, Pennsylvania. Accent. That's like Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'd always assume that it's going to be like an accent, but everybody I've, every person I've ever talked to from Pennsylvania sounds like a Californian, with the exception of a couple of words or, or like slang terms that they'll use. You know, that's so. That's the only thing that's different. Like if you go up north, though, don't you start getting like the kind of Canadian, like they're like Vermont and Maine. Don't they have an accent up there? Or no? I'm not sure. That, yeah, that, I'm not sure. Maine, like, that's uh, what's uh, what's the brewery up there? Oh, there's Maine. There's actually the Maine. Oh, is it? Yeah, there, I guess yeah. that's what it is, right? I haven't had them in a long time. That's like the uh, the lunch. Yeah. Is that the lunch? Exactly. That there, exactly. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. And they have a, they have a couple of them that we uh, we're fans of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, they have, yeah, they have, yeah. I got a whole bunch of them back in the day. I think that was like one of the one of the first out of state breweries that I actually managed to get my hands on. So, there you go. And then of course Plaza started getting them, and then. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Plaza, let's start off with the first beer, which is a collab between uh, four. Oops, was that you or me? No, it was you. Did you hear? Did you hear like a buzzing sound? No, I heard like a like it was like a sound like you like you smack something. Huh. Uh, let's do this first beer. It's a four fifty North Brewing Company with the uh, Craft Beer Kings. I wanted to make sure I, I, uh, I we we popped this beer first because then I can tell you about their uh, soft opening they had in Huntington Beach. So, so this is called Peach Cruising Slushy XL. It's a smoothie-style sour ale with double peach. Oh, double peach. Double peach, pineapple, apricot, nectarine. Those are all my favorite fruits, by the way. Right, right. Lactose, milk, sugar, and vanilla. So this is actually sounds pretty yummy now that I think about it. Um, and no clue what the ABV is on this because I my glass yeah. my eyes like deteriorate. Well, I don't think I don't think it's on the can anyway. So because it's an out of state type deal. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm still not sure how that works out. Even though it's it's for California, it still doesn't have the. Uh, it's probably here, just like I can't like I can't. No, I, think, I, I think we already went over this. Like, we how looked, do I hit a baseball? We tried how, looking for. How do I hit a baseball? I can't even see. Uh, all right, yeah. so let's uh, pop this. But the slow, I'm gonna slow. Oh roll yeah, be it. careful. Like, be, like, be careful. Like, <laughs> not uh, the, uh, <laughs> not the vigorous Lindsay shake, but the. It's actually kind of can is kind of tight actually. Yeah. Like, give it like a look. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Let me pop this. Not too bad on the. Uh... I'm going to use my official CBK glass. I don't know if you can see that. Yes, I can. That, oh, yeah, it's uh, a Mo, different one. Like Mo, it looks yeah, like no. a different one. Yeah, no, Mo just gave this to me today. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So let me pour. I got a lot of head on this. Did you get a lot of head on yours? Uh, no, I got normal, I think a oh. normal foam, but it's very uh, vibrant with the aroma. 
Oh yeah, could already get like I'm the uh, all tropical fruits. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're doing? Are you doing half pours? Because we're trying to get through five. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I last last time we went through yeah. these, I just, man, I got decimated. But I think that I think that I think that uh, that uh, stout got me that last time. Yeah, I was uh, pretty sloppy at the, at the end of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was even worse today. I wouldn't even want to go into this. You're like, uh, you're like, yeah, definitely the, the childhood therapy. Like, let's move on. Let, like, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Prozet. Yeah, that's yummy. I'm getting heavy, uh, heavy, heavy pineapple, I think, more than anything else. And I'm getting the peach. It's just like a double peach. I'm definitely getting that peach in there. I'm, I'm definitely I, getting the peach. I think up front I'm getting the heavy pineapple. I think you're right. I'm getting peach afterwards. Mm. Little bit, little bit of vanilla. Yeah, definitely lots of peach. For me, I'm getting. It's like the peach is really. Um, it's hidden. double. It's double. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Very good. There you go. This is the uh, one of the many. 450 North and CBK uh, collabs. I think Mo just got a new, a huge, huge, drop. huge. I think, I think I counted 16 or 17 uh, new. It, uh, really? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. How many of them were um, CBK collabs? Do you know? No, that that I'm not sure. Yeah, I think there was a. Yeah, I didn't really do the numbers on that, but um, definitely like a large amount. That's crazy, right? That they're basically exclusive. District oh, yeah. in, in Southern California. I don't think I know of anybody right. else that gets uh, the 450 North. Yeah, as far as I know, I mean, in California, in Southern California and California, they're the only ones that, that have them. So, you know, it's funny because we said, we, you know, we always see like, hey, it's a, here they come, here they come, here they come. And you think, and he, he does the uh, Instagram videos where there's a bunch of it on the shelf, and you think like, there's no way that's going to sell. But then when I go back, like, it's all, it's all gone. <clears throat> So right, right. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they do sell. Um, I, the, the one in uh, Almani, I think uh, I sent a friend over there uh, around 7.30 or 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock whenever they were doing a drop. And there was like a line. I don't oh, know if I sent you a wow. picture of that, but there was a line of about 30, 40 people deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. From the, from the, uh, the original one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it happens when you have the exclusive distribution rights to it. People, uh, oh, people yeah. will show up no matter how much you buy. People will show up. Yeah, that's true. So let's just talk about my morning a little bit. Um, woke up at uh, about seven. Had to do some runs. So I did. Uh, I did an Arroyo run this morning because uh, there's a couple of beers you wanted to try out for the show, and then. Uh, Plaza, well, and I guess not Plaza. Craft Beer Kings had their soft opening in Huntington Beach. I gotta, so, I gotta bring something up. Why do we call Craft Beer Kings Plaza? Is that the name of the store, Plaza? Yeah, the storefront the, in El Monte. It's called El Plaza Monte. Market. Plaza, right? It's called, right, yeah, right. it's called Plaza Market. So we we call it by its name, right? And mm -hmm. their online presence was known as Craft Beer Kings, right? So I think I think I think Burhub, only the local shoppers probably refer to it as Plaza because everybody else refers to them as the Craft Beer Kings. Right, right. It's funny because whenever I talk about them, I always call them Plaza because that's I know them as Plaza. So. And people are like, "Who the heck is that?" You know, yeah, mean, yeah, Craft exactly. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." So I uh, went to Samo had it advertised in his IG that they were doing a soft opening, and uh, it's like, "Hey, come out and support the store." So I'm like, "Hey, you know, we've been going there for." probably 10 years now, I think. And so I was like, okay, let's go down there. 
he did show some videos of some uh, vintage that he was pulling. So I'm like, okay, oh, okay. Let's, go, let's go down there and support him. So I went down there. There's Mo there. Mo show, Mo's there with his tracksuit on. I'm like, hey, Mo, what's yeah. going on? So, uh, you know, he's giving me a little tour of the store. And, you know, it's like, hey, here's the coolers. Here's the store. How, would, how was the store? It's, how, it's how nice. You? It's nice. It's uh, it's like a, they definitely did a, uh, uh, he said they did a complete remodel. So they tore a bunch of stuff oh. down. They put a new flooring. Um, so it definitely yeah. looks, you know, like the Plaza Market's like a little, uh, kind of like a dairy. It, gets, it wasn't, it looked like it was a dairy at one point. Um, but mm, the, yeah, uh, the, sure. uh, the new ones, like it's, it's Huntington Beach. So, you know, you gotta, it's like a different, yeah, that's what uh, I was wondering. Yeah. 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 It's probably like a different clientele. So it's definitely a more upscale, uh, a more upscale store. I think he said there's a wall of fridges, another wall of fridges. And then he said that this is going to be over here. This empty wall is going to be another wall of fridges. And obviously it's fully stocked with, uh, with all sorts of good beers. Um, and so I go, Hey Mo, you, I saw you pull some, you know, vintage stuff out, out of the storage cellar. Like, where's that at? So then he showed me to, you know, up to the front and, uh, you know, I picked up some bottles, hit some dark Lords. I picked up a bottle. I go, this is going to be like soy sauce or is this going to be like, is, is, how is the, uh, umami, I guess, I guess I better use a more technical term. <laughs> how is the umami, umami on this? <laughs> and he's like, no, I, cause I'm pretty stored fairly well. So they should be, they should drink well. So I picked up a bottle of Dark Lord. What, what year did you say it was? 2013? 2013. Picked up that Orange Wax. Picked up that Bourbon County, which I think it was a 2009. Uh, picked up, like, you know, old school Speedway Stout, barreled age. Uh, right. And then he right. threw in uh, a Chocolate Rain, which is, you know, hey, that's pretty cool. He threw that one in just for uh, for loyalty, for, for, for like customer loyalty. And then I got the glass and then give me some discounts on some of the... Uh, those higher end beer. So look good. Good for him. I was like, yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you showed me the, the chocolate rain, I thought it was a, a Braxis because without my glasses, I, when I was looking at it, I haven't, I haven't had chocolate rain in so long. It's been a long time since we've had that. That might've been besides Mocha Wednesday, that chocolate rain probably would have been one of my, my higher end, my higher rated, uh, you know, it was the dessert oh, stout yeah. or the pastry stout before. Right. right, those are both stouts. Yeah, those are both the the black Tuesday. So, strong, strong pastry stout too. It's not just that's like what are those like eighteen percent, nineteen percent on those yeah. things? Yeah, oh yeah. Those are not the uh, yeah. I mean, Black Tuesday itself is a is a potent uh, imperial stout. So that's not yeah. a that's not a chug. That's not a chug a beer for sure. Yeah, gosh, I remember that remember yeah. one time you got like a. Then you got me like a. You got me a a, a growler. Of the uh, that S H I T, the so happens it's Tuesday. Oh yeah, which is which is the lower version of uh, of Black Tuesday, but it's still like twelve percent. Man, I just, yeah, I drank that. That was like a mistake for you know trying to drink all that. But the, well, and, yeah. and you want to drink it quick because it's a it's not a crawler. Well, it's a, it's a exactly, it's a crawler. It was so sixty four ounces of it, so <laughs> so you got to drink it because it's gonna go. It's gonna get stale, right? Yeah, that was a bad choice on my part. Yeah. Like you made a decision and it was wrong. It was a bad call. It was it was wrong. It was a bad call. Uh, so the yeah the Mo's. I mean, I'm not sure how often I'd go out to that location just because it's yeah. far. It's kind of far. Yeah, it's far. Yeah. Well, technically, it's only twenty minutes from your house. So for me, but like, for yeah. you, that's like that's yeah. what I was saying. Because like, yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, obviously, it's like closer, but it's like I, I you know, I, you know, I'm not a, you know, like I, when it comes to directions, I'm very bad. And like I was trying to figure out, like, like between Tony, I guess Tony's a little bit further away than the uh, than each than Huntington Beach. I yeah. assume he is. Yeah. So yeah. So it was a cool spot. Good for Mo. 
um, definitely, uh, definitely come a long way since, you know, uh, when we first, first went oh, yeah. to the plaza and, you know, right. there's probably like one, uh, well, maybe three fridge doors dedicated to, uh, craft beer with the, uh, with the hopsicle and the aromacomas, <laughs> so, like, all of those old school. Uh, Speaking hybrids. of that, gosh, no, I, uh, is is hopsicle is does is hop apocalypse the same? Are those the same guys that make the the, the one you just mentioned? No, is that uh, hopocalypse is Drake's. They do oh, the uh, the aromacoma and the denogonizer, which is another. Oh. All, all, all of those IPA lineups back in the day were just amazing. Yeah, I, I was looking through some of my old beer pictures and I found one. And uh, the date was 2010, and it was a uh, the first picture. I, the first picture that I have, and the oldest is that is that Ho- Apocalypse with the. I think oh, it's really? a green. I think it's a green wax, uh, like a uh, like top on it. So, yeah. So that was yeah. kind of cool. They definitely have variants of that now. Oh yeah, of the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. But now, but that original green one was just like it was amazing, and it was an annual. If you recall, it's an annual release. I think it was like a January or February release. Yeah. And then for us, it was like highly sought after, just as much as the uh, Ruin Ten. Which oh, also yeah, was yeah, a pretty yeah. big uh, beer back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like untap those like old beers just to just to just to just so I can remember like what some of the old stuff that we that we had from back in the day. So that so that was the first beer you you put on untapped was that um, uh, apocalypse? That's apparently according to yeah, it's the first one that's on. Wait, is it the first one? You know what? Because um, it's the first one on yeah, it's the first one on untapped for sure. But that was no, you know, now I think about it because I think we did Untapped in, in 2012. So that so that might be a different beer. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to relook it up to uh, yeah. Because our, our first because Tony and I were because I don't know if you got the new version of of Untapped. That's uh the 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 dark version. I don't know if you got that yet. Oh, but they know. have a new version and uh, it it allows you to find the beers easier, like the oldest okay. new, like the oldest new. So so you okay. can quickly see what your first thing was. Oh. And I think for us, for Tony and I, we're both kind of similar to 2010 2012. So, but like I said, I have pictures that are older than that. So we were obviously right. you know, drinking stuff before that. But um, right, I think my yeah. first untapped beer was at your house. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was sh- that Shadow. I think it's called Shadow of a Doubt. The uh, Russian oh, from, River uh, Stout. Russian River. Yeah, the yeah, it's a porter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that's probably one of the first uh, untapped pictures I have uh, at your yes. house. And it's probably yeah. about a 2012, 2013. Because once you once you got on it, you're like, hey, we're we're all on this. So get on it yeah. like 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 we're all in this like two of us <laughs> like yeah like, yeah like all two of us it's like a whole army of two yeah. Uh, so yeah so i was talking to mo and like uh you know mo's like uh yeah listen to the podcast uh the other day it's like it's too long <laughs> oh yeah, uh, so, yeah like, i agree, like, I, agree. A, I was telling but see I, I so you know when you look at the other podcasts out there they're about an hour in length uh, max but i don't right. think but see our i don't think that what we do is supposed to be a meet to be is, is listened to in one sitting but what i always look at it is hey we do the podcast and you're in your car you turn it on when you when you're right. done you, you turn it off and then when you come back in the car you just pick up where you left off so i don't think it's supposed to be that's yeah that's what no. my friend that's what my friend does. I mean, yeah. She's the only person that I know that actually listens to, you know, to the to the to this podcast. She yeah, she exactly what she says like she'll go to work and she'll have it on and she'll listen yeah. to it in the car and stuff like that. So, so yeah. I think I think it's a, I don't think the length matters. Um, but it could because that you're 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 listening to it in, in bits and pieces anyway. No one's gonna listen to to the show from beginning to end. I don't even know how many people would listen to an hour long show from beginning to end. It's just not true, true. I've always said that like the the like the correct amount of time should be like thirty to forty five minutes, you know, at, the, at most. If, even for in, for anything, even if I'm just doing like an interview with somebody, 
Because once you once you get to that point, I mean, I feel like nowadays we have our attention, our, uh, attention, attention. span is like yeah. way lower. Whereas, you know, we're less book or I feel like we're less. I mean, I've, my personal opinion, I feel like we're less book orient, oriented where we, you know, we need that quick fix and we got to get out of there. You know, we can't uh, take too much of it. You know, we got to get out. So, you know, even when we watch our shows nowadays. Like we, uh, we cram them all into like, you know, like the whole series like is already binge, done. Like we binge, binge, we binge, yeah, we exactly. We binge watch it. We can't like wait that, uh, you know, you know, so I don't know. I, but so I, we, I guess when, you know, we, we, we record the show, we put it out there with whoever list the one, two people that listen to it, listen to it. Um, but if you were to take a look at what, who our demographics would be, would be people our age. Like I'm, we're not appealing. I mean, I would I don't think anything we see appeals to like a 20 to 25 year old. It would be people our age. It would be forty to forty. It'd be forty plus, I would think. Right. And I think I think the forty plus uh, demographic probably has more tolerance for longer. Oh, that's that's a, that, that goes that's that goes to what I'm talking about. Exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Unfortunately, it's like like everybody that most of the people that I talk to are younger. So like, it's <laughs> like you know, like I mean, besides you know, besides our friends, you know, Tony and Mark and them, but a lot of people I talk to online tend to be younger. I don't you know. I don't, you know, I don't tend to talk. I don't. I don't really think I know any anybody that's like really like my age. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really don't. Unless I were to go like back to the old school days of being on IRC and going to specifically aged channels, you know. And even then, like for example, I can go like to a book series, like uh, you know, from back in the day, in the like in the like in around two thousand, I used to go to a book channel. And, uh, you know, the books were relatively uh, older, you know, it's like, the, like I said, it's Clan of the Cave Bear, a book series. So they had some older people, but I also had younger people that were in there too, that were into the book. So you really, you know, unless you're going age specific, it's hard to pull out like ages, you know, like, you know. It's like, like Wheel of Time? Uh, Is that an well, older Wheel of Time series? came out in 1990, I think. So yeah, yeah. So so that's, that's series. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always saying the show's too long. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then he's he, so he, for the last couple of times he's been saying you know hey you need to do interviews with the uh, with the, with beer people and you know that's, that's you should start doing interviews so I think he's been pushing it enough where I might think about doing like short twenty minute interviews with with right. beer, people in the beer industry right probably make right. him be probably make him be like the first guest since he's been kind of pushing it and like say hey well okay let's uh let's do a let's do a, instead of a bruise views and other nerdities kind of like a bruise interviews. Kind of, kind of thing. There so, you go. There you may, go. So I, I might, might, might take him up on his offer and uh, and do that. There you um, go. So, so yeah. So that was pretty cool. Went down there, picked up some good beer. Uh, congratulated him on his uh, new storefront, which looks not very nice. And uh, and then came home, and then my travour arrived today. So then it was like, yeah, it's basically beer day. It's basically beer drop day. Yeah, a bunch of drinker in there too. So yeah, it was so Arroyo. Craft Beer Kings, Tavor, pretty much the trifecta of uh, of beer today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did get a bunch of Drecker in that uh, Tavor shipment. I'm probably going to go drop off those to you probably next weekend, but you got to keep them for Drecker Fest. And while I'm, oh, yeah. while I'm enjoying the fresh stuff, you have like the, you have like the old, the old stale crappy stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, when is it? When is it? Because I just realize you got the director fest coming up but you also got the uh the one in uh, san diego coming yeah. up it's like october yeah. like something yeah. like that it's the first weekend yeah. in october i believe wow yeah yeah no director fest is in two weeks oh wow yeah. two wow. weeks from today two weeks from today actually like right now i'll be i'll be actually be uh, at director fest in two weeks from today nice. like right now 
Nice. You better, you better make, you better double check those tickets. Make sure you don't, you don't need one. You Jeez. You're going to get there. And it's going to be like, sorry. Like, uh, yeah. Well, well now I'm thinking, now I'm thinking I better like send them an email saying, Hey, like I'm the, I'm the show. I'm like, I'm with the show. Do I get like a press? Like, the, can I give a press? Do I get pass a press or, pass. Like, uh, do an inter- <laughs> I want to do an interview with, 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 uh, with someone. Maybe. That's also Maybe. a good way to, yeah. You know, I just realized that beer fests are, uh, would be a good way to, you know, talk to uh, various uh, talent. I mean, assuming they have the time because they are kind of busy that's when it. you see people. Yeah. But, um, well, that's why I say, like, if I do the interview short, like the 30 minute interview and have, you know, get, have the questions ahead of time, give them, you know, what they right. do, or they give the, give the interviewee questions ahead of time and just boom, boom, boom. Right. Be, right, be right. super quick about it. Right. Uh, let's yeah, see. So, Drucker cool. Fest in two weeks. I'll have to do a. I'll do a Drucker drop at your house, so then you could do the cans remotely while I'm at uh, the fest. Um, the other one that just popped up that I sent you was that Zwan's. Is it Zwan's? Oh, Zwan's. Zwanzi. Zwanzi Day. Yeah. Is that what it's? What is, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, which is weird because, I mean, it's a word that does really has very little to me, in my opinion, has little to do with what it actually is. What is you it? Zwan's Day. Well, I have no idea, but, oh. it, but but it see, but you know, I have no idea what the word is, but you know what it what what it's what beer it represents. You know, it, so it's like, so, me, it, it reminds me of Kwanzaa. Is that like the like the whole no, 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 I'm pretty sure Zvan, uh, uh, that day is, a, is like a Scandinavian, t- not Scandinavian, maybe French, maybe, or is it Scandinavian? It's a uh, Belgian, probably Belgian. Belgian what do they speak in what do they speak in Belgium? Be, uh, be, uh, French, French, and uh, Belgian. Is Belgian and, a language? Uh, that's not a language. Yeah, there's, something a language? Else. there's something else though that they speak. <laughs> I think I it's French, remember. probably. Yeah, it's yeah, no, but they also have like the like their you know their language too. It's no, not no, just, uh, is there a Belgian language? Yeah, no. as you as you get more toward, as you push more away from France, it starts to be you start to get the like the like the dialect. Like a know. like a, okay. Then and that. I'm pretty sure I want to say it's almost like a Scandinavian language, and I can't remember what it what it is. No idea. All I know is that uh, Cantillon's going to be pouring beer right. at Beachwood, and you can't go wrong with that, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, we went, we went last time, right? We went well, to we went to the. I had, I had mentioned this to you that I thought that uh, when you when you showed me, I was like, wait a minute, that, that's that small place, so that's kind of cool. But then I realized, and did that place close down? The, yes, the smaller that, one. That's correct. The Seal that's Beach. Right. Yeah, Seal that Beach is correct. Closed? Absolutely. So correct. so it's so it's at the big place and at the regular uh, Long Beach uh, yeah. Long Beach place. And okay. I believe yeah. we went to a beer event there too, right? We went to a beer oh, event. At we Long went to, Beach. I think we went to several, several Long like Beach. Like a sour, ones. I think it was a sour fest because I think all the uh, Cantian were gone when, by the time we went to the Long Beach one. Yeah. But we also went to one that was hosting, uh, um, gosh, uh, that one brewery, uh, Hill Farmstead. They oh, were hosting them. That was like, there now? Yeah. Well, I, I, no, I think I went, yeah. Did we meet Tony there? Did he, uh, yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, Tony was there, and uh, yeah, that's basically we got all. And actually, they had like two different. Uh, they had two different uh, sessions, and we had missed out like on a lot of their beers at first, but we stood for the second, and then we managed to pick up like the, oh, uh, the beers go. after. So, yeah. So I take it you're not in for Zwan's Fest. No, no, it's outdoor. It's probably outdoors though. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you know, well, the brewery is pretty much, I mean, not the brewery, the, the actual food the place. Yeah. yeah, the restaurant's kind of almost all outdoors, if you really think about it. Even the even like the brewery section kind of faces out towards like the yeah. like the patio. So it's not really, uh, there's only a, there's only a little spot that I recall that on, the, on the side that's more like a little inside area. But uh, yeah. it's mostly, it's mostly outside. So tickets on sale on uh, this Thursday, I'm assuming they're probably going to be about a hundred bucks because I think that's what they were last time. Mm. And that entitled title due to the five Cantillon pour or right, you know, right. four or five Cantillon pours. You, you were allowed to like cho- like choose which ones you wanted, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, you had yeah, coupons, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. 
and they had like the breakfast, like the brunch. If I'm oh, that's mistaken. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, see, like so that, that to me, that made sense, like more for the smaller place, because because it, it was all like like compact. I feel like it's going to be a little bit different this time around. I, I don't know what the rules are, but uh, that little the, the small place in Seal Beach is so small that the food's right there, like next to you. Right. I don't know if you remember, our table was like li- li- literally like, yeah. right next to like where the where the brunch yeah. food was. So. Um, well, I'm assuming they're probably going to serve you this time around instead of yeah. everyone going to like a exactly. buffet type. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't, don't want to turn it into like a super spreader event. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'm definitely going to go. I mean, I guess I have to go by myself. Where's Tony at? <laughs> yeah. what, what day is it? On a Saturday? It's probably a Saturday. Probably, uh, I'm assuming it's, uh, shoot, is it the same time as Drucker Fest? Oh, man. Yeah. What, what day is that? Yes, yeah, I'm know. not really sure. I don't know, but maybe it's, I hope it's not the same day as uh, Drinker Fest because then like too I'm, many, like, uh, like, like, like too many, too many things to do and not enough time or not enough time and too serious? many, too many things. To do. Is it really on that? On I don't that know. Day? I'm doing a quick search while you're, uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I'm already, uh, did you, did you finish your, uh, your, uh, yeah, my, I'm going to get, get, get a little bit more. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Let's see. Zwan's Day. Mm-mm. Beachwood. Oh. When's the last time you had a Beachwood beer? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's, really? I, I was actually thinking about this. I found I've, I found an old picture of um. We had that. I had, it was a picture of the the chops one. It's like it's like a, like the artwork has like a like a like a mustache, kind of like a abstract art. And it's something called like chops, and it's obviously it's related to hops. And that's like and that was from like around 2012 or 2014. I think that was at Claremont that we had we had drank some beers. What was their big IPA? Was it the Amalgamator? No, Beachwood. The, no, no, thrill, no. Their Thrill Seeker. Thrill Seeker is one of them. Yeah, Thrill Seeker is one of them that they that they that was popular. Their beers. And then they yeah, the, Thrill Seeker is one. They had the one stout, like the it was like a Russian Imperial stout. Oh, they had a few of them actually. Yeah, and, and yeah. But uh, yeah, their their IPAs were um, definitely thrill seeker. I can't remember the names, but it's, like I said, it's been so long since I've had a Beachwood. And I and I, I know everything's all canned now. Yeah. So I mean, technically, you could just pick up a can and try yeah. it over again. But um, uh, let's see. This is on uh, September twenty fifth. Okay, so I'm I'm good. I'm in the clear. So you're, it's like a week later. It's a week later. Yeah. There you go. Shoot. So I got so the so the lineup potentially could be Drucker Fest one Saturday. Then Zwan's the next Saturday, and then Untapped the following Saturday. Nice, uh, yeah. We're, that's we're, crazy. We're back open. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so speaking of with this, it reminded me of something we talked about previously. When I went to that, uh, when I went to Half Acre, and I went walked in, they, they had like a, a little video game room, and sure, sure enough, guess what video game they had there. Uh, old school video oh, game that we're talking would, about well so that, well there's a few of them we always talk about but, but yeah but now, what would be the most appropriate what would be the most appropriate one uh, beer tapper like yeah it wasn't on uh, that because i guess they're not ready to let people touch uh, stuff all over the place well it's funny that you mentioned that because remember yesterday i was talking telling you about highland park and like oh uh, yeah yeah what was that about like that yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if Highland Park had a brewery actually in Highland Park, but yeah, but I don't even know where that's at. But, but anyway, so I was watching a streamer, and he went to a place in Highland Park called uh, Barcade. It's um, it's a, it's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like a half beer, half spirits bar. Plus, it has like old school arcade games. Nice. 
yeah so like, yeah, like yeah it's it, it's funny because it's kind of like the crowd is like maybe their 30s and you know, stuff <laughs> like that so you know like 40s you know so it's kind of like similar to what we you know like to what we would be used to and in fact the music in the background was a lot of stuff that you would know you know they're playing a lot of like heavy, you know heavy metal oh, rock and stuff like that so so i thought that was cool anyway the, the streamer was streaming and there was a guy that was playing the game with them and and uh, uh, the funny thing about it was I, when he turned the camera, I noticed that he had a 30, 38 degrees uh, uh, shirt on. Oh, and apparently he's like a bartender at 38 degrees. Oh, so, so that's, I probably know him then. Yeah, as, as I was thinking about it, it's kind of funny. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, uh, it's, uh, he's, you know, it's funny because he's going there to play like the, the video games. There you go. So, so yeah. I went, well, I wonder if he's the, uh, the Monrovia location or the Ahember uh, location. Oh, yeah. You know, that I, could, the... I couldn't see that from the shirt. I could only see the 38 degree symbol on the front. And then he was there like, yeah, I'm a bartender. So I was like, there you yeah. go. I thought that was funny. He's like, hey, I know that place. Like, yeah. So, yeah. You, you, bring, you bring something about Highland Park. So it's the Highland Park Brewery is on the main street in Highland Park. But there's also another name to it because oh. it, used to be, it used to be a restaurant. Mm. And they and so they it's they still somewhat call it by the name of the restaurant, but I forgot what the heck that's called. Yeah, because when I look it up, it's it, all it says is like uh, it doesn't um, it only produces beer. It doesn't like uh, there's no there's no like actual outlet to get the beer. Unlike the China, the place located in China Chinatown, which is our so, actual. So it is, so it is Chinatown, right? That's that's the actual de facto Highland Park. But from what I know, they actually have another place. No, so that's the one in the one in uh, the one in LA. It's right by the right. the uh, jail, right, right by the Twin Towers. Right. That's not the original location. The original. Yeah, location not, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Is in Highland Park. Right. Exactly. So yeah, but they, but apparently that's no longer that's like a a defunct type thing. Just just a producer, really? you know. Yeah. As far as I as far as on Google Maps shows it, it's only a production that the that they don't. Are you have serious? A, that's that's what it says on the. Uh, that's in fact, it's even when you try looking up on the on the net, and everything points towards the uh, the Chinatown uh, place oh, location. I didn't realize that that must have changed. But you're yeah, right. That's I'm what looking I, yeah, that's what I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So now, if you if you want Highland Park, you got to go to Chinatown to, to get to get it. Although there is a uh, there's looks like that's Highland Park, L.A. Maybe there's another. Uh, I'll definitely see what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I think it's just defunct, and it's just like the it's just they're they're probably they're either their old brewery, or they oh. still produce more beer there. So I'm not really sure. Not not 100 sure, but definitely the Chinatown is their de facto brewery right. now. No, I think it's still open. Highland Park Brewery on York Boulevard, which is oh yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. This paint, so the Hermosillo, that's what it was called. Oh, the Hermosillo, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah that's that was the name of the restaurant, I think. And then Highland Park, I just guess, took it over a few years. Mm. This page is production facility only of Highland Park Brewery. Please visit our Chinatown tap room. Maybe yeah. you're right. Maybe during the yeah. COVID, uh, yeah, right, because right. it changed, right? Because I, I could have sworn you yeah, went two to locations, that place yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've had two, lo- and, and you know, who's the expert on Highland Park is uh, Mauricio. Because he's he's a like a member of their club. Oh, yeah, wow, one, yeah. One time I went to the uh, Highland the Hermosillo uh, location, and right. like he was he was there like drinking. He was like like Norm mm. like like a like a Hispanic Norm like sitting on the like the bar. Uh, I'm it's, sure. Uh, no. It's uh, no. it's uh, Mauricio. Like Mauricio, like everybody like says like his name, <laughs> like Mo, <laughs> like Mauricio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. So the fights were on early this morning. I guess they, I assume they were in uh, the UFC fights. I assume they were in uh, fight on Fight Island. 
No, no. This, this, and this is so funny because because I was telling I was telling Tony I was watching it. No, they're actually in Vegas. So why was it so early? Uh, my assumption is that because they have several foreign born, I think uh, you know Till's like the like the was the main event. He's English. They might have been setting it up so where they could it could be shown oh, maybe like in, you know, in England at, at at nighttime. That's my that's my uh, my reasoning on that. Did you yeah. um, so th- so that's over already, right? The, the uh, it should have been because like yeah, right before we got on, I had turned the TV off, but I noticed that YouTube, the UFC YouTube, uh, was actually showing the, the fights. They were doing um, the uh, Jens Pulver and another fighter were doing commentary. Like as the fights were going on, so I think so. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's over now. So you but, didn't. Uh, so you didn't see the main event. No, I didn't. No, I didn't get to the main event. I only saw like the first four or five okay. fights. Something to watch yeah. after we're done. Exactly. Yeah. Not that yeah. I care about Darren Till. I think they, obviously one of the over. They wanted him to be popular and win, yeah, but yeah. he he can't win. Yeah. It's a. I think it's like a number six versus number seven. So it's not. You know, it's Is a, that high. Yeah, number high. six and number seven. Yeah. So it's not like the, I, honestly, I, I, you know, to me, to me, Till is pretty much out the door where he's one of those guys that if he keeps losing now, it's going to be like, you know, over for him. I'm like, I, I just saw the, I just saw the results. Like, darn, I accidentally oh, I Googled it. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Like, like, you ruined it. Did you see the, uh, the Jake Paul, uh, Tyron Woodley fight last yeah, week? Yeah, actually I did. Yeah. You yeah, saw I did. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming I mean, you didn't pay for it. I have friends. Like I have friends. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Dana, Dana's but, gonna get uh, you. Oh wait, it's not Dana. I, no, 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 I have no I have friends who get so yeah. Um I don't even know what yeah, that means. You know, <laughs> no, I have friends, friends that got the fight. So you know, just just like when my, our friends would come over to watch the uh, the UFC at your house. So you had friends you know. over at your house? No, no, not 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 like that. But you know, we we do have like Zoom nowadays, you know, so we can you know, Okay, there you like, go. Yeah. So you saw yeah. the fight. Mm-hmm. I saw, yeah. And so what we I didn't see it, so, but I saw some of the highlights of it. What were your yeah. thoughts on I'll it? I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. I'm actually I'm shocked because I was expecting it to be more of a spectacle, like some of the older fights that he's had, like which are just basically like you know spectacles and you know just silliness. But it seems like he's he's really putting it together with actually getting like real fighters to like come and sit in like sit in the you know the seats and stuff like that. He's doing like the UFC thing. Where like you know yeah you know the UFC stuff stacks itself with uh, famous people and they stick them in the audience and stuff so, like that. So who was who was in attendance? Oh gosh, now see now I can't remember. But there was a, oh. there was people there. Yeah yeah I can't. Yeah, you brought can't it remember, up. But, uh, <laughs> well I mean yeah because they because they kept showing you know like various different people there you know like like football players like whoever. Oh, gosh, it took place in Cleveland if I'm not mistaken. So the Browns, the, some of the Browns. Yeah 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 various like members of the, uh, you know, Charlie Char- Charlie what's that guy's name? Char- oh, uh, was he, he, he from? Yeah, the quarterback. Oh no, no. See, see, I, yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't really uh, Baker, Baker Baker Mayfield Mayfield. Okay, yeah, I don't follow sports. I don't really follow sport professional. Yeah, I remember I saying that, that that he looks like Charlie. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did say so you did. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so how was the actual yeah. fight though? I mean, the actual fight was it was a uh, eight rounds, I believe. And um. It was it was it was a it was a, a decent fight, you know. As you know, as far as boxing goes, uh, uh, Woodley did Woodley Woodley fought the same way that he's been fighting in his last uh, maybe four or so fights where he's lost. Bad. It were it's he's more of a defense. He becomes defensive as a as opposed to exploding, you know. And then take away his wrestling, so you know. And it wasn't until like the fourth round where he actually where he actually clocks uh, oh, yeah. Jake Paul yeah, and knocks him right. through the yeah. So, but had he done that like more? I think he would have took him out. Unfortunately, he just became very defensive and 
you know, and then uh, I say, you know, unfortunately, but, but yeah, but you know, Jake Paul, uh, Jake Paul, you may not like the guy, but the guy actually does have like athletic uh, yeah. prowess and skill. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a big dude. He's like, a, you know, the guy's not, I mean, I always thought he was like a small guy from like YouTube, like his days, but he's a massive dude. So, yeah, you know, and he knows how to box, you know, what can you say? Now, now you can say, well, why isn't he just fighting uh, boxing cans? Uh, and he's not going to make money for that it, by fighting these like these ex UFC guys. That's a name. It's like it's right. it's, it's it's very smart, very Dana Whiteishy. You know, pulling in like those names. You know, he knows that I, you know these are guys that are in the, end of the career, not real big punchers. I can take them out. You know, I can do right. it. And so far, so far, he's uh, he's you know he's called it. You know, he's you know he's you know. And, but he he did get he did he it's the first time he's actually went I think beyond the first or second round. So so he he did you know it did push him. To, to the maximum, uh, you know, decision, eight, eight rounds and stuff like that. And he actually got tagged. So I, so I think the next time around, he's going to be thinking more, a little bit more about maybe I'm going to get less of a, less of a puncher, more of a wrestler to fight. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently they're talking about like uh, Masvidal, like, like fighting, <laughs> which I think would be a mistake because Masvidal is one of those guys that's like, he likes throwing, he likes punching. You right. know, he may not be like a boxer, but he'll, he'll, he'll throw punches at you. Yeah. So, so that might be a mistake. I sent you that picture where they're doing the face-off, and then oh, yeah. Jake Paul towered over Tyron. Oh, yeah. He's massive. Yeah, he's ma- yeah, he's yeah, he's like he's just like this like massive dude. And he, of course, he's he's bulked up and stuff. You know, gosh, yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. I think you know, it's like we think of him as like this this kid from YouTube, but the dude's huge. Yeah, and he knows how to box, and he's been boxing for what a couple of years now. I think he's been practicing, training, and practicing. So, you know, he's and, making a lot of money. So, and clearly played sports throughout his, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, his yeah. childhood yeah, yeah probably like a wrestler college, probably from where they were because he's from cleveland if i'm not mistaken so but he's probably definitely got that that wrestling blood you know him and his brother are probably like wrestlers so. yeah definitely played sport multiple oh, yeah. sports yeah. uh yeah, in their lives because yeah. they're yeah, big yeah, they're not, guys yeah. and they're in good shape clearly they have some athleticism to them yeah they got that uh they got that uh, american uh, uh sport gene where they're like uh they're not just two and, and we see the i see the you know i see them as like a clown but they're you know they're they actually have genetics of for sports and stuff like that so <laughs> i mean they're i mean they were i mean that's how they got famous you know from you know kind of being like you know kind of being like the modern day jackass but maybe not as like you know not as uh not as over the top i have no idea who those guys were before boxing with the exception of one of those guys got uh blasted in social media for going to like that japanese for oh yeah 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 yeah. i'm yeah, not yeah, sure yeah, if it was yeah. one of them or both of them no you're and right i guess yeah, they shot right. footage of someone who had committed i guess it's a forest in japan that's known for suicide yeah, it's called yeah the suicides forest and i sure that's not the real that's the american uh, name for it. but uh yeah yeah he went there and yeah, it was crazy and of course and someone, he shows it <laughs> yeah like, you know, when someone was hung had killed himself and he showed it and then he got a yeah. big blaster for that i think right that's oh, the only yeah. i know yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, you know, like the, the the social media guys, you know, they're they're pretty good at uh, at uh, getting away from a uh, you know of uh, you know dodging. You know, I you know you make an apology, wait a while, and then you and then you just come back and do more more jackets. Stuff, so. There you go. Uh, so let's see, Jake Paul, UFC. Um, so the countdown to Cicerone. So we're taking that test in about four weeks. No, I didn't say weeks. four days. I was gonna be like, no. four, like four days, <laughs> like are you, ETA. Are you cramming or no? You're right. Yeah, no, 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 honestly, not honestly, not Uh-oh. really. No. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I started, not, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. it really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not like. It's not like. It's not like I'm. Like, it's not like algebra where I have to actually like you know or something like like math where I have to like. Uh, Man. 
Like yeah. your, your overconfidence is your weakness. Like, <laughs> like your faith is your friends. <laughs> really? I mean, like studying like every night now to really? uh, prepare yeah, for there it. There you go. I'm reading yeah. that, uh, that ebook that's on the Cicerone website, that introduction to beer. Mm-hmm. And so I've been taking notes on that. I have my, like, my, my notes. You're not like, are you taking notes? You have like, 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 like you have like, like, on, like on your wall. Is it, does it look like a, like a murder? Like, like, you know, like, you know, like, like, like the, the strings, like, looking, like the pictures. Yeah, with the strings like going towards. <laughs> like the push pins and the strings connecting. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. No, but the, no, then the, see, you're probably just going to look at my notes. The notes are on the uh, Google drives. Nah, nah. Uh, nah, but so no, I have to look at my note. My notes are, I've taken extensive notes as to, yeah. uh, as to, I've outlined, I've outlined the chapter, the chapters and the headings. Um, but I don't feel I feel nowhere confident that I can pass this test really? yet. So, oh, yeah, I th- I I, th- I think you're uh, giving the level one more. Th- if it were like level two and beyond, then I would uh, it would be a different story. But you know, level one to me is you know there's got to be they, they kind of they kind of you know there has to be a way to keep you going to level two. If it made if it made level one super hard, it's there it, would be there would be no more money. There'd be no more money to make. You would literally just stop at one and give up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm kind of saying, right? Like a, like a video game where it's like, le- like easy level. And then like, you know, they, they, they cut you, they get you into level two. And then you realize, oh, like, wait a minute. This is like, you know, now I got to actually do something now. No, you're making it sound like a Scientology. Like I got to go up to like, <laughs> the, like the levels of Scientology. Well, that was I just watching. Speaking of that, uh, Leah Remy on something, I think Joe Rogan, where she was talking about that, like how, what, like, what, like, like, what, like, what level were you? And, I, and she was talking. You know, it was, it was kind of, it was very fascinating. You know, the way her responses were, and like how you can be demoted, and then have to pay repay, like to get back up to like the uh, the next, like back to the next level. So, well, she has yeah. that TV show, right? A TV series about uh, I like surviving, like surviving Scientology or something like that. Really. Well, yeah. how did that, how did, how was that like allowed to be made? I mean, I, you know. well, I mean, what are they going to do? They can't like kill her. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. And you know, like, what, what do they say? Like no press is bad press. So true. you're still true. getting your name. You're still getting the whole true. organization mentioned. So true. True. Um, are you ready for another, uh, another round? Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. I, I'll put this aside. What do you want right. to do? You want to do the, the, uh, the revolution? Uh okay yeah the uh I forgot what it's called mango something. Yep. So back is it back from uh, Chicago? I got the mango. Chicago. The Chicago. I got the uh, mango hero, which is I guess a variant of their uh, anti-hero. I think is their big uh, iPod. Oh yeah, yeah, anti-hero. Yeah, so that's been so a long is, time since we've had that. Oh, I had a bunch of it. <laughs> I had I had a bunch of it last week. So this is a double dry hopped mango hero. Uh, wow. Uh, double dry hop mango hero, hazy IPA with mango, 7.7% alcohol. So this is a uh, so moderate to high ABV. Do, do you, so in your, in your Cicerone uh, training do you know the different uh alcohol levels and how to how, how uh to, yeah i mean i remember going over it to a certain extent about what what equals low and yeah. then what is like mid you know level and then what's high yeah. i think i think it was like 10 percent was like the at the once you get to 10 that's when you're at the uh the max okay so 7.7 is like a moderate yeah that's like normal the, that's, that's right is under it low, right is under it low normal and, and high I, is it the three no, i think, it's, I think it's high it's high but it's not max max is 10 and that's why that's where you get your barley wines and your stouts and your triple okay. like your see triple. I, see i don't know that i'm not, I'm not ready 
I'm, 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 that one's actually kind of yeah once you yeah, once you if you do that a few times and you look at the numbers it's kind of like a rote thing or it just kind of like yeah. goes in your head but like like you zero have, zero to three is like low but then you have like the color the colors of the beer the so color one's a little bit more there's a yeah, different scale there's like five different colors like amber there's golden or straw and ultimately there's 40 40 levels 40 shades of uh yeah there's 40 black. shades and then and then really it's once you get past i think it's like like the the darkest <laughs> like there's really much, you know like how much more how much more dark can, like, can this more, beer exactly be? like none n- none more dark that's like the ibu it's like that's like the ibu thing it's oh, ibus yeah. go up to 100 and then once you go past 100 it's really silly there's really no more how much higher can i go you know all right, so this, this is a Revolution Brewing. It's in Chicago. It's what I brought back. Uh, one of the beers we're going to have today that I uh, brought back. Here we go. This this actually has mango in it. Yeah. Are you pouring in your official Revolution glass? No. Gee, no, 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 that's no, why I brought I, the glass. Yeah, I, I take all my pictures after now. Remember, right, I, like I'm, I, I'm taking that back. <laughs> I take all my pictures after for for untap. I can't do that I'm now because like I only have like two, I only have like one and a half hands now. So. Oh, you're right. I didn't take pictures. Shoot. Yeah. See, so that's see, that's why I don't worry about that anymore because uh, you know it's like a, it's like a like a time sink. So yeah. No, but I'm. Oh, so you ready to go? Oh yeah. Yeah. Got a little fun. I also noticed that the uh, Revolution glass looks like a taste. It's like a taster glass. Yeah. It's like uh It's not a. It's not. A, it's a little bit bigger than a taster glass. Probably like probably a, about six like ounces. Six, maybe? Yeah. Probably like a six ounce glass. Mm, okay. Uh, cheers. Prosit. Oh yeah, definitely get the. Um, it's a it's a it's a, it's a hazy. It's got to be a hazy, right? Is it a yeah double dry pop uh, double dry hop uh, hazy IPA? Oh yeah, I was gonna say for a second there. Yeah, about you know I'm not. Are you getting the mango in there? Um, let me try it again. I don't know. To me, it's to me. It's just like a, if any mango flavors are there, it's probably from the hops, but I'm not really getting like mango mango. When, when was this canned? Is the other thing. It's got to be new if they're selling at the place, right? It can't, June it can't be. 15th. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, that's kind of because I was going to say it's kind of malty. Yeah, it, it, it kind I, of I was going to say it's a little. I, was gonna I, say it's I a little assume sweet. it's like, I assume it's got to be like recent. June wow. 15th, 2021. That's what I'm looking at. Wow, July, and you went August, on. That's two months plus. Wow, two almost three. Wait, it's almost that actually is, it's almost three months. It's a, it's a little it's a little it's a little malted, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, def- it definitely is. But I thought that was supposed to be like a part. Like, what was, I didn't realize it was that old of a can. I mean, it's kind of kind of odd that a that a brewery would sell IPAs that are that old, right? Is that is that like a weird thing, or am I just am I just being over? Uh, dramatic about that so russian river says their beers are guaranteed fresh for 90 days i think is what their uh mm. what their disclaimer was so okay well that is three months but uh i can't imagine uh selling pliny that old though do uh, you know i can't imagine getting a pliny that's three months old from them from them I maybe mean, from a story yes but not from them it does say it's a little a little the hops are dropped off so it's a little sweet from the uh from the definitely malts. yeah yeah, yeah, you got that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, oxidized, or I get the like. To me, it's it has that oxidized taste, which which starts to sweeten. Hops drop, the malts start coming up more. 
which is really kind of weird because I just had a can of this last week and I thought it was pretty darn good. Mm, maybe different. Interesting. Did you have it at the uh, the actual place, the uh, at Revolution? No, or? no, I had a can of it in my room. Oh, hmm. This might have been after um, five to eight uh, tasters uh, <laughs> to, be, to be just to be clear. Like, like it's, 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 it's perfect. This is a perfect beer. So you're ready to go for this test. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not. I'm gonna, I'll pass it and I'll score high on it, but I'm not ready for it right now. I have to cram. Like I said, I feel like level two is, is what's going to be more. So would you consider doing a level two? Because that's like written exam stuff. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Come on. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, never mind because it, obviously it's more expensive, and, yeah. and so don't forget, don't forget the level level four, level four. You get to fly out somewhere. The Chicago, it's completely just Chicago, I think. <laughs> you, you you could have already been like level four. You could like <laughs> went out there and did it. <laughs> I think isn't Great American Beer Fest going on right now? Uh, I saw camp. someone posting like a judging like badge for really Great American because it's close to the public, but they're still doing it. For the what uh, uh, for the what industry. state has the Gav? I believe the it's the, I believe it's Denver, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and I, I will do it when it when they open back up. Yeah, the Great American Beer Fest is it's super huge, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of like uh, different beers of different styles, which which makes me wonder when does the Extreme Beer Fest come back? That's what that's what probably I'm next. Yeah, probably in February. But when does the yeah. LA one come? Oh back yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a, go to Boston. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just I'll just skip right past that. I know it's funny. It's it's it it is cool though that we got a chance to go to the one and only LA Extreme Beer Fest. So I think they will bring it back, but it won't be to LA. They might do like Orange County or like a long exactly exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. They'll put it some. They won't put it in LA because LA is just too restrictive. Yeah, they were not happy with uh, with uh, with the LA thing. Unlimited pours is not a is not a not a good thing in LA. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, speaking of unlimited pours, you always tell the story about the Russian River, and they did a post that I guess this is uh, the hop season right now, so mm. all the breweries are going to wet hops, uh, wet hop beers. Mm. So you know how we talked about the difference between well, right. it's an actually Try different, even different, completely different categories. But the wet hop is when you put the actual hop from straight from the plant into the uh, into the uh, into the yeah, boil. It's fr- it's, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it should be interesting to see some of these uh, wet, hop, wet hop beers that are coming out over the next uh, few months. It's probably okay. Some of some of the first wet hop beers that I remember having were uh, Sierra Nevada. I think Sierra Nevada had like a oh. a couple of uh, wet hop ones, and there, nice. I think it was the Hemisphere. I think it was. It oh, was like a series, go. like the har- It was like a Harvest. It was called the Harvest Hemisphere. Nice. Um, yeah, I believe I believe those were were wet hop beers. I mean, obviously, at the, you know, we don't really know what it is at the time, but yeah. Um, that was their uh, that was their thing i wouldn't say my knowledge base was i'm sure we've had them i'm sure my but my knowledge base back then wasn't aware right. like oh this is like great yeah from the uh, plant yeah and it was like a bigger bottle too and it was like you know it was like special in fact i think the bottle was wax if i'm not mistaken huh. so it was like yeah if i'm not mistaken those hemisphere bottles were waxed but uh i have, have to confirm that with the picture or, or tony those have, I'm sure those have a. There's a limited time to pick them off the uh, the the plant, the vine, right. and then throw them into the uh, into the beer. Yeah, that reminds me of like we used to get uh, Christmas trees at Alameda, like oh, yeah. uh, like, you know, like when they're fresh, the like the fresh, right off the train. Yeah, the, right off the train. Yeah. Gosh, and I just got that. That makes me think like there was that like the that to us to us that was super fresh, but really the freshest is going to a farm. 
like you know, like uh, like like when our aunt, uncle, when they cut would let your tree, you know, like cut, cut, cut that, yeah, cut down. That's like you can't get more fresh than that. You know, it's just like that's the ultimate of uh, freshness. Could grow one in your backyard. Yeah, that's true. That's that, that's true too. Or you just live in the woods and just have them all around. There you so. go. <laughs> yeah, you could be a, you could be a uh, a chef that's gone off the grid and have oh, your own, yeah. uh, and have your own cabin <laughs> in the forest, oh, and then have boy. all your own Christmas trees. <laughs> Oh wait, too soon, too and, soon. And that's and that segues into uh, <laughs> too soon, a little too soon. Um, so I sent you. I've been this thing. I don't know. This band keeps on popping up in my feed. Yeah, so I yeah. Asking, I, I assume you like them, Greta right? Van, like who's Greta Van Fleet? No idea. You, no you idea. really have no idea who that is. That's like it's like yeah. You're sending me this like who like who is Greta Van? Fleet? And it reminds me of like like who is John Gold? I'm like it's it's like one of those like what the hell's that? Just, like, it's a it's it's a character from a from a a, a book. That uh, but it sort of reminded me because he kept you kept you kept sending me that like like I, I have no idea who that is like 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 I, I it's I don't know if you were doing it like as like a joke and I'm supposed to like because I have no idea who it is like, like it's supposed uh, to be next gen Led Zeppelin because the guy kind of well, sounds it's like funny because they, and the guitar kind of sounds like Jimmy Page they've obviously embraced the seventies. You know, they got that yeah. look of like the the tight uh, polyester. The and the, yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah the froze the uh, the that's the super tight like ball hugging uh, polyester one suit. Armadillos, one, like the, yeah, the, the one uh, piece. What do you call those one pieces? Like uh, <laughs> like what are those uh, le- the leisure suits that they're wearing? Leisure suits like uh, Mister Furley, like polyester. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like a jumpsuit, like a jumpsuit. Yeah, right? a jumpsuit. Yeah. Um, from what I heard, though, it actually didn't sound too bad because it definitely has like that seventies, like kind of like a stickish type sound to it. Where the, uh, I'll, I'll check out. I'll check. Where, where did you hear? But obviously, you heard. It just keeps on popping into my feet. I've never heard a song by them. Just the, the excerpts oh, that I keep on sending keep you. Pop- I've never. Is that because? Never... What feed are you talking about? Instagram feed or your? Uh, yeah, or your yeah, yeah. Facebook. No, no, Instagram. 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 So it's it might be related to bands that you've mentioned probably. It's probably like because you know the, the 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 algorithms like they know everything like like you know it's like hey like we know everything we know what the music you like so you need to listen to these guys. They're supposed to be next gen Led Zeppelin. We should just I do. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say Led Zeppelin. I wouldn't say Led Zeppelin. When I from what I little snippet I heard, I probably have to listen to more. But to me, it had that kind of like seventies Rush type uh, Rush sticks type of like sound to it. I, I need to listen to more. And even and the sing, singer kind of reminded me of the singer from a a, a more modern band called the uh, Coheed and Cambria, where he, where he sounds like a uh, Getty Lee. He does that like you know like he's got a super high voice and he's like doing like the you know. I'll I'll definitely give him a try. I mean, who knows? By the way, this past week I have listened to um, Desperado, the album, and uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. So uh, clearly, they both those wow. albums have, have stuck with me. Wow, there you go, there you go. That's see that that's very similar to like back in the day. Like um, like I was talking about female artists that uh, that I that I listened to that I, that I got stuck on because of uh, albums that you gave me or CDs that you gave me back in the day. They probably you don't even listen to probably not like Liz Fair and the uh, Tori Amos like stuff oh, that yeah. I got from you. Yeah. It's funny because I talk, I talk I talk to a lot of like you know like younger females. No, not you know I don't mean young young females. I mean you know, but uh, they, they you know like hey do you like Tori Amos? And they're like I've never heard Tori Amos. I'm like, really? Like how's that possible? Like, I thought Tori's like the like the forefront leader of like a uh, you know woman womanhood and stuff like that. You know. Well, I I think I always go back to still like the the uh, Sarah McLaughlin oh, and, yeah, and yeah. the uh, I've and, and, and the Natalie Merchant stuff's real good. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> that was like a one hit. Did she do? Did she do like, like her? Yeah, like, no, she did a great song. That torn. Yeah, that's a good. Song. That's a great song. It literally is one song. But it's great though. Right? Which I think is a cover. 
I think it's a it cover is. song, yeah. right? And I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah. And the only reason why she's oh, able torn, to make not hurt. It's got torn. It's called yeah, torn. torn. Yeah. Yeah. I said hurt. Like hurt. Like I'm confusing bands now. The uh, don't forget the 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 uh, the uh, Lenny Kravitz found uh, Natalie in Bruglia. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like how he found her. <laughs> Wait, how? Like how? Like uh, like, like, is he, like he's good looking in his, in his bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, he's a good looking dude. I mean, I mean, you know, I think that's kind of, kind of plays into that whole like Prince thing. Where yeah, Prince that's had all these beautiful say. women. That's what I was like, oh, so you haven't you haven't read the um the the dirt the the Motley no. book where it talks about vanity. Man, that's a yeah. There's some there's some very interesting things in there. That, oh, that's they're kind pretty of like harsh, like harsh, uh, harsh of her. Kind of, kind of, yeah. That Vanity's kind of like, like of all those females that they ever like messed around with. Uh, gosh, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember if it was Tommy Lee or Nikki Six. I think it's Tommy Lee. Um, but uh, you know, they hooked up with her, and you realize that she might have been like like were as bad as he was. Like, you oh, know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like she was like it's odd. Like he had to get away from like her. Like, like there you go. Yeah. Band, but that's like a prince, like prince protege, right? Yeah, uh, Vanity, Apollonia, Sheila E, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sheena Easton, and even later on, uh, the the Irish one with their uh, song, oh, Sheena O'Connor. O'Connor. No, no, no. Do you know the story of that? The story no, of that, I think, the story of that, I think, goes is that she released a she she recorded a cover of it, a cover of it, and he she they asked for of his permission. He was like, uh, no. Oh really? Yeah, and I'm really? not sure. He, I'm not sure he approved. I mean, it's a great. I, I think her version is actually better than his version. His version is yeah. good. Um, but I, I don't believe she he approved of that cover. I don't know. Really? I'm sure he. Which is kind of weird. But see that? I, I find that to be strange because that's like that goes back to the whole journey thing with the with the uh, uh, yeah. what's the one song that sounds like a Purple Rain? The uh, Highway Road. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Well, but it, see, but it, no, but the thing is, with that, with that song, Prince sent it to Journey and said, "Hey, it kind of sounds like yours. Yeah. Is it okay? Is it okay?" And they're like, "Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, it, yeah. it was the opposite. You're right. It was yeah. the opposite. Yeah. You're no, right. he yeah. sent it. He sent it to them to get their right. permission." And he, yeah. they were like, "Yeah, go for it." Sound it's like it's a great song. It's a great song. Oh yeah, they, like, well they yeah. knew like he knew like like yeah they knew. Although I imagine Steve Perry being like mad, like like, like no. Well, like, no, but it, no, well, it's funny because though isn't Neo shown like the a hole? He's the a, no. See, I was thought he was like the main dude. Like he was a nice guy. He is the main guy. No. Yeah, he's the main guy. Yeah, I was thought that Steve would be like the guy really? that would be like the. But I, I could be completely wrong. I need to read their like. I need to read their like. Oh, books. their bio, like, huh? Yeah, yeah, that would actually be pretty interesting. But you're right though, because they kicked them out. So, but I was thought it's because he was like an a hole. But I Maybe. could be completely wrong. I could be like, you know, you never know. It's a very, it's a matter of perspective from you know who's. But uh, yeah, yeah, they, you're right though. It was the opposite. Like it was he had he thought the song sounded yeah. like yes. uh, what the like the uh, the journey song and said yeah. said hey listen to this, yeah. And they and they like overwhelmingly approved that it was a great song. Who cares? Oh, like, yeah, who yeah. cares? You don't have to give us royalties. You don't have to give us co-writing credit. It sounds great. Go for it. Yeah, they yeah. were very, very cool about it. Yeah, the she covered his song oh. and didn't really ask for permission, I think, is what happened. So or he didn't like, just or, write or after it for, the so fact. It uh, see, it's not like the other way from I all the other so. other female singers where he had wrote them a song, or at least that's the way I had always like, you know, like he wrote a song for every, like for these others, like Tina Easton, the, the yeah. Sugar Wall song or like you know, she like that's that's that like that's yeah, not, yeah, it's, like, it's that, yeah, very obvious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like don't even try to make it well, innuendo. I mean, you know, Prince, you know, Prince is pretty forward with the very pretty, sexual, with his, yeah, hypersexual with yeah. his music. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, 
so the great event maybe we'll do like a, a, a listen to the first album of them and see do like a review yeah, of sure. that great event and flee sure sure and, it's, and you almost get like you almost uh feel that it's also a visual thing too where you have to see them because they're doing that whole 70s the uh, thing yeah yeah it's not just the sound you gotta like see them like you know uh, it's like to me they remind me like of a speedway uh uh, skateway type band that something we'd listen to back in the uh, the late 70s early 80s which which is funny because i was i was telling tony about a song that i had just just uh heard that's an old school song you might you might remember this song it was called might as well go for a soda like and i can't remember the name of the singer it came out in 1984 and, and uh and once you hear it you'll remember it. you'll go oh i remember yeah. this song from way back in the day and i don't know why i guess i was drinking and i was just you know posting music and I and I song came up in my head and I posted it and then Tony was all like, yeah like what is that like I have no idea like and then he remembered it once he heard it so yeah it just made me think of uh, for some obscure reason uh, Pac-Man Fever no do no. you remember Pac-Man oh, Pac oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. the high the the high at the height of the uh, 80s arcade phenomenon yeah was uh, Pac-Man Fever Google that right classic that's like that's like that's like kind of really similar to like the ghostbusters type stuff yeah the, uh, absolutely because capturing the total vibe of the of the 80s oh yeah yeah great great uh you know the, that music back then was great and then even like even when they they try to like parody it now it still winds up being like 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 cool like you know like a uh, south park type stuff like that <laughs> yeah we, we we're still watching those that we're like uh season maybe 12 and there's like 25 seasons we're like barely halfway wow. through that i, that I have no it's like i don't think i've ever seen one entire season so i'm like you know i'm it's much as i know about south park i don't think i've ever really watched all of the episodes so. yeah no we're about halfway done with it it's, you know they're it's funny in general but the ones that you know they're obviously then they're the standouts and they're like hysterical oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah well it's like a lot of that's like pop culture quotes too you gotta have like are they related to something pop culture it's pop culture it's it's it, it, you know shockingly it's like kind of highbrow it's highbrow humor too though like it's it's like it's a combination of like lowbrow humor plus high highbrow intellectual humor pop right. culture nerd stuff right. i mean there's so much stuff going on in those episodes that i think you know it's, it's a lot of it, things that it's a lot of things that you wouldn't think of doing and then they just do it. Like, you know, like for example, like when they do the one with the Japanese, with the, when they, when they buy the weapons and they oh, have the Japanese the, enemy the swap meet. and then, the, and like, Hey, we need to have a song that represents anime from the, from the 1980s or, you know, from, you know, and then, and they just they do a song <laughs> that's like from that. It's like, wow, that's like, that takes a lot of effort, you know, as you know, the, the, uh, the animation itself may be cheap, but it takes a lot of effort just to come up with that thought to get to that point, you know, and even yeah. the song itself. Yeah, no, I, definitely super creative individuals, like highly intelligent. You know, it's all, uh, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, so I'm going to, because where are the cameras on today? I'm going to point out something that kind of throw me off a little bit. You're wearing an Alvarado shirt, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. W weren't you wearing a Moxa shirt earlier today? Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. Like, remember, remember I, I just woke up. So I think, oh, I, I, I see. Think so. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, like, a, <laughs> like, like Moxa. Like, oh, I think it's an Alvarado. I think I see a bear, like a bear on your shirt. Yeah, yeah it's a bear. It's got that California bear, like, uh, on it. I, yeah, I'm still no. not sure why you're not wearing the officially licensed uh, show, Bruce Bruce yeah, shirt that I'm I'll wearing. Gra I'll, I'll grab that next time. I'll put Jeez. that on. Actually, actually, I ordered a couple of them, but I ordered the wrong size. So I'll probably they're probably a little big on you, but I'll probably kick them down yet because I don't have any use for them. I'm too uh, I'm too COVID overweight to uh, to fit in those ones. 
Like the, like the baseball, like the baseball training isn't getting you back. Like, uh, you gotta like, uh, you know, I was, it's funny because Tony was telling me he's, he's doing the keto and I realized that I could never do keto because it requires you to not drink anymore. Like there's no more beer oh, keto. and it's, and it's already, already that's like off the board, like frosty drink off the board. Like that. You can count me out. I heard, a, I heard a keto. I thought like, that's like a martial art. Oh no, 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 no. Ke- <laughs> yeah. Ke- yeah. Ke- yeah. Keto. Hot keto. No, 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 no. Oh. Ke- like the keto are, which is, which I assume is similar to the, uh, to the Atkins diet. Uh, I, like I'm a, just visualizing Tony doing martial arts. No, 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 no. Like, but, but, but Tony would be doing martial arts like Mac, like, phew, phew, like <laughs> well, that's the way if, 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 if I had my full movement, I'd be doing that. Cause I just, just to be like that guy. <laughs> Like, yeah, be like, man, I can imagine. Like, uh, like, like he's laughing. Like he's laughing. Why are they laughing? Like, why are they laughing? <laughs> oh my gosh. So keto, the keto yeah, diet. Keto, but, ke- yeah, the, ke- but, the keto diet. Yeah, which basically means I think no sugar, no carbohydrates. No sugar. Right? So exactly. he's not drinking beer then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No beer. What? Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, well, that's what I said. I was like, wait a minute, what are you like? What's going on here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How long has he been doing that for? Yeah. I don't know. He must have just started though. He must have just started because he had he you know he was off in a different country. So he might he might have just in started. A different country. I know he Where did he go? Um, Mexico. He was in Mexico. Really? Uh, think, yeah, like Baja or something. One of those huh. like one of those like uh, you know the uh, tourist. Like for work places. or for uh, vacation? No, no, no. Pleasure. Yeah, pleasure. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He was off there for a while. So he, drinking that drinking the Mexican uh, Mexican beer. I think he found some. I think he found a Mexican craft uh, place or at least bottles. And then he took his own bottles. So I was telling him, like, like, like so, like, cause I mean, I mean, like, like, yeah, like, so, like, so, like, so, like, so that you smuggle that, like, in there, like, over there. Yeah, I didn't realize that you can take alcohol, like, you know, with you, like, you know, on, on planes. And I was thinking, oh, yeah. it's like, like, this, like, insid- like, insidious thing that you can't do. No, no, no. So you, you're allowed to take, so beer is a, since it's a lower ABV than hard liquor, right. you can take as many, as much beer as you want in your suitcase right. and check it in. Right. Yeah. It, it I always becomes was like something weird about that, but yeah. No, it only becomes when you do like the hard liquor because it's, it's flammable. So you only need right, like certain right. amounts of uh, of hard um, liquor. What about the bottle itself, though? What if I were to do something nefarious, like pull the bottle and crack it and create a weapon out of it? Isn't that kind of weird? No, it, check in only. You can't take it on. Oh, on a plane. that's check in. I thought that was like carrying. I thought that was carrying. No, carry-in. you can. You may not carry on any liquid more than I think three or four ounces uh, on oh, the plane. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, that makes more sense then. All right. Okay. My best. So, so he went to Mexico. So he's now. So if I said, "Hey, uh, Tony, I got an extra like a Zwanza ticket. You want to go?" He'd be like, "No, uh, I can't." Because yeah, keto. technically, if the, well, he might, he might, he might call it off then. <laughs> like, like uh, what, you know what? It's what? over. Like, like you know what? Like it, my keto is over. Like, it's, like oh. it's time to celebrate. <laughs> well, yeah, um, why I is know, he going? Why is he doing keto? He's not. He's yeah, not. Maybe uh, he's not a shape. Maybe, guy. Yeah, maybe he wants to get himself in shape. You know, it might but be. You know, know. I don't think it, Tony's like not being in in decent shape. Not like me, like I'm huge right yeah, now. You know, maybe just once, you know, you know, every once in a while you get to you get to that, you know, that point where you look at yourself and you're like, hey, I want to get like buffed out, you know, like, mid- like, like midlife crisis. Is he buying like yeah. a, like a Camaro? Is he buying like a, like, yeah, like a, like a Porsche? Are you getting like a Porsche, Tony? Do we, do... No, you know, I don't know. You know, because even I look at myself and I go, you know, I need, I need to do a little exercise. I mean, I need to stop drinking. And then I think about it after and I'm like, nah, you know what? Never mind. Just gotta like, you know. But you're not overweight though. Like I'm overweight. Yeah, but I'm still doesn't just because you're just because you don't show up being a over overweight doesn't mean you don't have like you know like a blood your blood tests aren't showing up as you know right. that things coming up. So yeah, yeah. true. That, yeah, that's a that's the other thing. So uh, speaking of what the health stuff, so I, did I tell you I did a sleep study the other no. day? Oh no way, no. So I finally gave in. So I I have people telling me 
um, like overnight guests telling me that I stopped breathing in my sleep. So really? For years, I've, you know, I've had the quote unquote overnight guests uh, tell me that, hey, you know, you realize you, you stop breathing in your sleep, right? Wow. And so, um, so over the years, it's, I guess it's gotten progressively worse. Wow. And so I finally decided like, hey, let's do a sleep study because, yeah. uh, because everyone's telling me like I stopped sleeping, I stopped breathing in my sleep. So I did a you sleep study. You have to study. use one of those little things, those tubes like things to, to when you sleep now. Yeah. So I did a sleep study two weeks ago and my doctor called me up a couple of days ago to go over the results. Yeah. And so I guess they have a scale and, and so they have a scale where it, it's called like you have sleep events, which basically means you stop breathing. And or so sleep you, apnea? Sleep yeah, apnea? Yeah, exactly. Apnea? It's a sleep apnea scale. Right. And if you have, so the, 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 it's, the, there's ranges of events and event is, I think is when you stop breathing in your sleep and I guess everybody does it, but how frequently yeah. do you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've had that where I, where I'll wake up when it happens, like, oh, uh, you know, I'll be freaked out. Like the way, did I just stop breathing? You know, but I guess, but I guess I notice it when it happens. There you go. So if you have five or less events per hour, it's normal. And then oh, if okay. you have six to like 19 uh, you're moderate. And then if you have 20 or more, it's severe or something like that. Wow. Per, so per hour. So she, so the lady tells me like, she's like, Hey, um, yeah, we need to talk. And you're not the worst case I've seen. They, they like, always say that too. Like you're not the worst, but you're here. <laughs> but you have 61 events per hour oh, man. where you're, where oh. you stop breathing. Damn, so she goes, that means you need the machine. Yeah, so she goes, let me put this in context. Every minute that you're sleeping, you stop breathing. Because, you know, it's 60 events per hour, 60 minutes per hour. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, basically, you are not sleeping at all during the night. Because, you know, I always tell you, like, I always tell me, you and the kids, like, I'm tired, I need a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rested. I feel lethargic. I feel, I I always thought it was uh, narcolepsy because I can sleep anywhere. Like you put me, yeah. uh, you put me uh, narcolepsy. Yeah, narcolepsy is the, the kind of the opposite of where you just fall asleep. It's just like I do uh, just yeah. fall asleep though. I fall asleep anywhere. Yeah, but it's I mean you could you could like sleep for 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 ten hours and then all of a sudden like ten minutes later you'll fall asleep again. So that's kind of like what what that's from as far as I know that's what narco, narcolepsy is. But so yeah, she so so she goes, you're not the worst, but it's pretty it's not it's pretty bad. So she goes, there's oh. like a there's typically a wait list for this, but I'm gonna put like an urgent request in. And let's see how quickly we, we you can get your machine. Yeah. See. 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 I knew. See. I already. I already. I knew. That's. And. Well, and. Yeah. You're gonna. You, so you're gonna be sleeping with the with this machine that shoots in like it's like water. It's like uh. It's like not even pure. like an enema. Like a like a nasal no, no, enema. No. 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 It goes. No. It's. A, it's a, you're gonna first of all. It's a mask. So now you're gonna be sleeping with a mask, and it goes over. You know, it goes over your face, and it shoots in like a like water that's a what's what's the other word for purified water? It's not yeah, purified. Yeah, like, it's like a, a humidifier. Like a humidifier. It's like yeah, a, but it's like, like specific water. You're gonna have to go out and buy like distilled, uh, distilled, dis- water. distilled exactly distilled water for that's gonna be like your new thing. Now you're gonna have like a whole bunch of that in the like like it's gonna replace the beer. It'll be distilled water. Yeah. So so this, I have my appointment at one o'clock, and she goes, "It's urgent. I'm gonna put an urgent request in, and let's see how long it takes you to get." By five thirty, at five thirty the same day, the guys at my house saying, "Hey, here's your machine." Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, so that's also kind of expensive too. No, that's like my insurance. My insurance expensive. covered it. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. Like, I, she's I, like, I know that's pretty expensive. Yeah, she's yeah. like it's eight hundred bucks. Your insurance. Thank goodness your insurance covers it. You're good to go. And it's also like the machine. Doesn't the machine monitor you too? Like, yes. Isn't it like it tells you like yes. uh, like like we have like we have a crisis like here like yep. a crisis is developed. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, so the machine. I have a machine in my bed. It's like a like a jet. I feel I, I pretend like I'm a jet fighter at night. Cause, <laughs> That's know, exactly what it is. Like pee pee. Like, it's funny because because it's funny because I knew I got like I knew I knew what uh, what this is leading to. When you talk about when you like sleeping and and not being being able to breathe. So yeah, I kind of knew where that was going. I feel like I'm like one of those uh, Tie Fighter pilots, like going <laughs> after Luke in the trench, perhaps. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I have the machine. It has like a like a you know fighter pilot mask. Uh, yeah. You do put the water in it, and yeah. it, so it's Bluetooth. So there's an app, Ooh. and it records your stats. And so it's like a video game because then it says like, "Hey, here's your score for the night, and this is how your score is broken right, down." Right, 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 right. So I think my high score right now is seventy one. Your high score? <laughs> yes, yeah, like because it tracks how it. How do you so. how do you control that? Then is that like a diet thing? Is it like um? Well, how is that controlled? So that's what I told her. I go, hey, look, um, you know, I put on about 20, 25 pounds during COVID. If right. I lose the 25 pounds, will I be good to go? She's like, you're at 61 per hour. Like, there's nothing you can do to wow. get to go to normal. You, you have such a bad case of this that there is no way this is ever going to go away. And like, but, like but it, nothing can stop that now. Well, you know, but it makes sense, though, because I've always been I've always had. I've always been weary and required extra sleep ever since I was a teenager. So right. I think, I, I think I actually been dealing with this like lifelong and I think maybe the weight has exacerbated it, but I mean, I think, uh, I think it's been something that's been going on for like 30 years or something like that. Oh, wow. Wow. That is so a long get, time. Yeah. So I've been doing the machine for three nights. My high score is 71. I think last night I was like at 62. So I went down, I got a, I'm, I want to get like a 90 plus uh, score is what I'm going for. It's like, like this, you know, you got a flat line. You better watch out. Man. They yeah. should, they, they should have like achievements or like trophies, like all video game. Well, really. it should, if it's high, that's like the worst thing though. It's going to be like, like, like a skull thing. No, you want a high score. The higher score, oh. the better. For, so, oh, I thought it was like the lower, the better. No, no, it's no, not so, like, oh, no. okay. So the, there's oh, a high, okay. so you earn points based on, it's a weird, let me have to pull it up. It's a weird, basic, a basically weird. how, how well, you sleep you earn yes. points for that. yes and the higher they, okay i get it they've basically gamified your sleep which i like because <laughs> then it's like it's a concrete you know you can see it so it's like in the, the morning when you wake up you have like that like that final score. fantasy fanfare dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah they've gamified it so my wednesday score was 77 my thursday score was 61 last night was 63 it went I'm like mm. declining all right so you so, want yeah you want it to go up then Right. Yeah, so they give you points based on how long you slept with the mask on. They give you points for how long the mask is sealed with with the correct seal. The correct. Right. They give you points on how many events per hour you've had. They give you events on uh, how many times you've taken the mask on or off. Hmm. So they take those four domains and they, they quantify it and then they add those points up to give you a score. I see. So, so my, actually, my high score is 77. 77 oh, is my high man. score. So I got to get I got to get to 80. Yeah. What, so, so what would be the uh, the, the uh, normal range for, for a normal person? You know, you the normal range. That. So it all, it's all based on the events. So the normal right. range is five events or less. And so, again, my, I, had, I had 61 events per hour. 
All right, but what would the score be? Let's just say some. Let's no. just say a normal person puts the mask on and he falls asleep. What's gonna be? He's gonna. Is he gonna? What's he gonna score? 98, 90, yeah, hundred. Yeah, I'm okay. sure it'd be, it should be hundred. Really? It okay. should be hundred. Wow. Like, yeah, because I don't. I can't imagine everybody just sleeping perfectly. You know, there's always gonna be things going oh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's my uh, my therapy, my treatment right now. Yeah. But I and also you, gotta, say, also, you got also you got to clean that every once in a while too. Nah. Like Nah. Well, you also now you're gonna get like uh, you're gonna get something out. You're gonna get like packaged. Like a fungus, yeah, like a <laughs> exactly, exactly. Your lungs are gonna get yeah, like yeah. a fungus, like a fungus. Yeah, they they have, and which is funny because they have machines that clean, and then those are expensive too. Because from what I from what I saw, you know, from what I've there seen. So yeah, you're gonna be like it's gonna be like a never ending cycle now. Hey, if I, if it if it uh, if it uh, results in quality sleep where I feel energized and hey, I, I'll, the, I'll I, do it. I feel like the worst part though is like, can I diet and then like actually increase? And then typically, a lot for a lot of things, it'd be like, yeah, you know, you can you can pull off, you can shave a couple of points off here and there. But when they say no, it's like, what's the other? It's almost like, wait a minute, I can't do anything. Like medications? What about medications? Right. No medications? Is there- no, because what no what because what happens is that when you when you have sleep apnea the uh the wall that takes that takes in the oxygen ultimately collapses so that what the machine does is it forces air into you therefore opening that passage so there's no medication that you're going to do that's going to change the fact that your muscles are that wall is collapsing right maybe kind of maybe a surgery i have no idea Hmm. but there's no medication that's going to fix that so the bottom line is like, so they say, and what the way they do say is like, yeah, you shouldn't drink before when you go to bed because then it relaxes you even more. And then really? that, that, that opening, that opening becomes weaker because it's relaxed. See, I'd say I'm the opposite. I'm like, when, if I drink, like, I feel like I, I sleep better. Like, the, yeah, know, because, like, but you're not paying it, but you don't know what's going on while you're sleeping. Though. That's well, the thing. well, because I do wake up when I, when I don't drink, like I, like I, like I said, I can, I'll wake up when I feel like I can't breathe and I'll get, I'll get like, that's like that. Oh, did I, did I just stop breathing? So I'll wake up for that. But when I'm drinking, like I, that, I don't think that ever happens where I just like sleep right through it. So yeah, like, but see, that's the thing. You sleep right through it. <laughs> it's, it's, right it's, still, it's probably still happening, but you're still happening, right but it. I just don't realize. <laughs> you don't oh, care. <laughs> like oh, you're like, geez. yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh. oh man, uh, let's see. The, what else do we have in current events? Um, so we decided that we were going to jointly oh. do something a little bit different and jointly read a book. Yeah, um, which I'm really surprised that there's no movie to this because from what I read so far, it would seem like it'd be a pretty compelling oh, yeah. movie. But there, there is no yeah, movie yeah. to this, is there? No, as far as I know, no, no. So no. we decided, or or yeah, I guess we decided we're going to read a book called House of Leaves. Right. I'm not. I don't know who the author is. You know who the author yeah, is? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I was forget his name. It's oh, like I've literally on. bought this book give, over gotta, like half a dozen times. I've read it half a dozen times, and I can never remember the guy's name. So you it's gotta like, give the, the author. Let's see. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm only uh, probably about two chapters into it. So there's yeah. not. And and also the book the book uh, definitely changes perspectives too. Of different there's different characters in the book. So that's a, that's the other thing that you, I don't know if you've gone past like the first character of the, uh, Oh, see, the, like, you're, yeah, you're, so. like you ruined it. Like you ruined well, it. I'm just, I'm just getting, you know, I'm just telling you that like, it's not, it's not going to all be like the, like the one, you know, the one character things like, I would say like there's three different, uh, different, uh, uh, point POVs, I, I would say, I guess. So the book is called house of leaves. It's a novel by Mark Z. Daniel loose, Daniel Lusky, uh, Lusky, published in the, in 2000. So yeah, we, and I got the, I think the the first time I got the book I think it was around because because it was I was actually recommended by somebody that I used to have in a chat oh, room 
And she was go. like, and, and she was like relatively like a young reader. And she was like, Hey, you got to check this book out. It's called the book called the house. probably around 2002 or 2003. Okay. And then she told me to read it. So I was like, yeah, hey, okay, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll get a copy of it. Cause it, at that time, I guess like the Kindle wasn't a thing. <clears throat> so I was like, yeah, so I got the book, read it. And I was like, wow, this is like you know, something I've never seen before in a book, the way it's like structured. And then yeah. I just started like, and I, and I read it and it's, and it has that, those qualities that I like in books, you know, my type of thing. And I started recommending it to other people. So like, you know, so I started buying it for like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta read this. You gotta read this. And I guess it's kind of way the way the book got famous to begin with, where it's kind of like a word of mouth thing where it kind of spread around. It is definitely. And, and again, I'm only maybe two, three chapters into it, but it's definitely yeah. an engaging book just through that introduction Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. where the guy stumbles along all the all the pieces of paper, I guess, and he compiles them into oh, yeah. the uh, ultimately what becomes the novel. Um, but that introduction is so compelling. And then when you get to the first chapter, and, and again, I won't get too much into it because I'm still in new. Right. But right. when you get when you get to the the two short films, that first short oh, film yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty creepy when you think about mm. when you think about what is what is happening. And that short film, I actually have to draw. I actually have to do a drawing of what the what that what well, that short it, film was. It's where funny because there are the a window. lot of anecdotes. There are a lot of like keynotes <laughs> and uh, and little drawings that are, are little symbols. So there's a lot of like weird other stuff going on. That's uh that's very interesting. It's also that's why it's also a book that's good to have in your hand. You, you could do it on Kindle, but it's definitely a book because you have to go back and forth on the. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if you're like a, per, a person that reads a book and has to. They'll see the uh, the little book note. And then you got to go forward and backwards. And this has a lot of that. So you don't oh, yeah. a lot of that. So I'm um, again, only three chapters into it. So, and it's a long book, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But super engaging, super exciting, super um, entertaining. I hope yeah. I hope it could keep that up through. Like the payoff, like 500 the payoff. Chapters. Will... <laughs> uh, you know, and, 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 and yeah, and, uh, you know, keep it keep in mind that the book was like, if I'm not mistaken, the book was uh, uh, sold or pushed as being a love story. So, oh boy. so yeah, and then, and which sounds weird, but it, it'll make more sense as 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 events develop. But it is kind of weird because I would, you know, I, I I see where they're coming from, but you know, I would put it as a supernatural, you know, more of a supernatural book, or maybe even like metaphoric supernatural. But uh, but definitely love story push. If you were to push it to me initially and go, hey. I want you to read this love story. I would have never read it. I would have been like, no, nah, that's, that's not, you know, that's not, that is, but it may, it does make sense in the context of uh, you'll see coming up. So the whole premise of it is um, it's an analysis of a documentary called Navidson record. Navidson, yeah. What is it? The, yeah. Nav the Navidson record. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. It's like, a yeah. And it's a, it's a analysis of that film. I think at least so right. far, that's what it's about. Right, right. But there's, there's also like more stuff because even like you've you've got to the, the like the tattoo guy, right? You've been nope, you've, you've seen like, nope. uh, right. well, it's not a tattoo guy. It's oh, uh, Johnny. Uh, what's his name? Uh, like Johnny Hollywood or something like that, or is like, it a like tattoo the, guy? It's not. It's a, no, but that's the that's the guy who does the introduction. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Johnny, well, like I say, Tru Johnny Truant. Yeah, like there Johnny you go. There Truant, you go. Johnny Truant. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's uh, interesting because. It also there's like an influence it's kind of like a like the book or like once you come in contact it has like a gosh I'm oh yeah. think of a horror movie where yeah. it has like influence over you yeah like you start seeing like and, and becoming a part of it yeah it's definitely well you know we'll 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 put our we'll oh, put yeah. it off i think yeah. but it, it's definitely super engaging so far 
Uh, I hope yeah. it like I hope it lasts for 500 pages. Yeah. Yeah. So we got oh, so the one thing you want to put on there was a wheel of time trailer. I have no idea what wheel wheel of time is. What's that? Yeah, yeah. The wheel of time is weird. It's like one of those like weird things that it's a it was a book series that I got way back in way back when I guess when it, I guess when it came out in 1990. You know, I, I got the I got the hard hardcover uh, hardcover version of it. Super long. I think each book is around 900 to 1,000 page Jeez. plus probably. Yeah, super long it's fantasy. Good. Basically, basically this guy Robert Jordan created this like whole like his own fantasy world. You know, and uh, and now um, uh, Prime is uh, made a series about it. Now, yeah, with that being first... said, and, and it's it's also a beloved. It's a beloved. It's fifteen books, which is which. Wow. I mean, and Tony, Tony and I used to joke about this. It literally should probably be around four to five books, and that should be the end of it. They just made more, kept going and going. Cash to cow. Me that, and, and that's yeah, exactly and that's exactly what we said. Time time to get out here. Time to get out. Kept going and going, and. And, you know, so they made the series of it. And that being said, from the trailer, did you, did you see the trailer? I don't know if you saw the yeah. trailer. Yeah. The trailer looks pretty boring. Pretty, pretty, did, did it not look like, um, like just boring? I was like, like, this is not what I've read in the books. That's, that's what came to my head. Like, this isn't, you know, if I, if, if I would have seen this before I read the books, I would have never read the books, you know. And bear in mind, just bear in mind, this is based on the, on the trailer, not the actual uh, series, which hasn't come out yet. But and um, so, would you say this is a beloved book for you personally? Oh yeah. uh, not for me personally. Oh. Like, uh, like, but, 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 like I said, I kept reading them. Like, had you know, had had I not disliked the first book, I would have never read the second book, and so forth. And I, like I said, I got to like book five before I finally said, "All right, enough's enough. Time, Check, time. Please. This guy could have ended this a long time ago. Jordan could have ended. In fact, Jordan kept pushing it so so long that he died." And, uh, you know, he literally died and somebody else had to finish, I guess, like the last book or the last couple of books. There you go. So, so you realize it really just became like a cash thing. That's in my opinion, it was a cash thing. It should have ended like way, way, way back. You know, you know come on. Yeah. But anyhow, the, uh, the, it's interesting that they made the series finally. And it looks nothing to me. It looks nothing like I remember from, and like I said, it's been a long time since I read the book. But I'm looking at me like this doesn't really resemble what I remember reading, you know. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when it comes out. I get. I. I, I guess I'm gonna have to watch it because I do have Prime and I do watch the stuff on there. There you so. go. You know, and I was telling Tony, I wouldn't mind reading the book. You know, getting the books again and reading them. But like Tony was like, no, don't do. It. You know, like, like don't do it, man. It's just like it's not gonna. You know, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna. So I was like, yeah, you know. But I want to be able to compare, like, like token stuff. You know, where I can compare. Did he? Um, did he go further in the series than you did? um i'm not sure i think we went to the same i think we stopped at the same point because like okay. we literally said the same thing like you know what dude this is going way too far it's a cash cow now i'm, I'm let's i'm bailing out you know i can't i can't handle these these thousand page books anymore and then we i think we bailed out at the same time it's like yeah it's over but you know i mean i'm just interested to you know to maybe go back and read them over again see how far i can go and keep you know keep it going i don't know so i say well, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing though they have a lot they have a lot of uh source material so it's yeah. like it's unlike unlike the Game of Thrones, they can just keep going. You know, they can go for a lot more seasons. Whereas the Game of Thrones ran out, and then they just everything fell apart. So I I didn't know if it was a movie or a TV series, and so I guess it is a TV series. TV series, yeah, yeah, series. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Nothing kind of stood out to me because I didn't have any context of the characters or the sure. world. It would just seem like a bunch of like it only. It almost reminded me of like a mashup of like Lord of the Rings, Last oh, yeah. Airbender, uh, <laughs> The Witch, The Lion, The Witch in the Wardrobe, 
it just seemed like they yeah. took all these clips from other movies and they kind of spliced them together into this uh this montage yeah. of tropes for from other uh from yeah. like sci-fi fantasy stuff yeah the premise of the premise of the fantasy is like i guess like the world was destroyed by this character i believe he's called loose there and i could be wrong but he's like the destroyer he has he has like he has like this he has access to like 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 the infinity gauntlet like the, like this power you know and he's like so but of course it's you know the ultimate power breeds you know and then he um i guess he tries taking over the world or something and then these women these uh these, these women like put him under control and they cut him off from the source and they wind up cutting all men off and they become oh. like the power like he's like so they're called what? the Aes Sedai. I didn't yeah. get that from the trailer. Yeah, what? well, but yeah, but there was a lot of women though. If you see, like a lot of women have like magical power, and like the men don't have the magical power because they've been they've been cut off from the source, the source of power. But as the book goes along, this there's like this character, like this reborn like uh like character of the of the evil guy. He he comes along and he starts gaining sort to you know gaining the power back. And these women start getting like freaked out because like, oh, like it's going to happen all over again, you know, stuff like that. So, so that's why I liked it because at first I was like, wait a minute, it's just like, you know, the character's kind of like silly, but then he starts getting power back and, you know, and then literally it starts to become like the force. Like he's got like the force again, you know, oh, it's like, okay. yeah. so, so that's, you know, so it was cool, but then it went too long and I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. So, I didn't get any of that from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. You probably, with the exception of probably like with the women having like magical I mean, power. I didn't and, notice that though. It is. What, what, yeah. Yeah. Watch it. Like you see women casting like, like, like pot, like magical spells, you know, that's, you know, but in the, in the book that had, that's like the first, like maybe book and a half or two books. And then the guy starts regaining the power. And then, and then, the, you know, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we got the power back. The guys and, I don't like know. Sauron, like the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. Sauron. Well, yeah, because like the main evil guy is like he's supposed to be like the main evil guy reborn. Like you know, you don't know which way he's gonna go, good or bad, and stuff like that. So, okay. And the main guy's called Rand Randall Thor, from what I remember. So you're so you're in. You're gonna watch it. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch it, but I would like to reread just so I can just so I can sit there and do the uh, oh that doesn't that didn't happen that didn't you know that, that, you know they can't do that like um just 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 to be that guy. But then it's like a thousand pages, and I'm like, man, do I really want to talk? Take you know, do that again? Yeah, I, know. I probably won't. In the end, I'll, just, I'll probably just watch the series. Yeah. All right. Uh, are, are we ready for another pour or something? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, what are we doing next? Uh, your choice. Um, we can go with the fruit, or do you want to pop that stout? The uh, which I believe you already had already. I've had it yeah. before. Yeah, so so it's up to you if you want to go fruit or if you want to. We can do uh, we do fruit, sure. All right, so that's the so that'll be the um, the smoothie, I believe. I, I yep. Up. Yep. Can't go wrong with the uh, smoothie. The uh, brewing project smoothie. Yeah, we can't. I don't think we've ever had a bad uh, smoothie, right? Uh, that is correct. I think I've had like uh, probably like some that maybe like fruits that I didn't care for as much of. Like maybe like um gosh what's a fruit that I don't really care for, and there might have been one that was like that in there, but for the most part I mean you know we like all fruits for the most part. So this is the Brewing Project, the Smoothie series. It's a sour ale with blackberry, raspberry, banana, and guava. So there are, wow there are a bunch of different fruits in this thing. Oh yeah, I love the berries, and I think I'm I think I'm more a fan of banana than you probably are. In a beer, and yeah. guava, yeah, and guava, everything is like that's like in every beer. It's like pretty much every free, like right. And then, and I'm gonna predict right now before I even pop it, the guava is gonna stand out because it always does. Yeah, 
Um, and I'm assuming uh, we talked about this before. I'm assuming guava has got to be the cheapest fruit. The cheapest yeah, fruit it possible in easily because, like I said, like it's like you know, I feel like there's like a joke in Cal- Southern California, like. Like if you have a house in Southern California, maybe from like a long time ago, there was always like certain trees that were planted in every yard, lemon tree, orange tree, guava tree, fig tree. It's like a, it's literally like in every yard. And so if you walk around the streets over here, there's always going to be a house where, you know, the guava comes from, you can smell like the pungent uh, pungency of it. What about the uh, loquat tree or the, uh, see, see to me, loquat was more like rare, even the avocado, like the one that we had the avocado and an apricot tree, that avocado was super rare, but we had like an apricot. Rare. Yeah, the apricot one was, but it was a smaller tree. That avocado thing was like a like a massive uh, monster. Like, it was it a really monster was. tree. If, yeah, if you crazy. recall, if you recall, that tree must. I, I, I wish I would have known how old that tree was, but eventually the city oh, had to man. come down and cut it down because it was going to fall over the house and kill us. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it been a few years it would have been gone. But that tree was uh, that thing was an avocado producing monster, man. That thing was. Uh, that you know, thing that, had to be at least. God, I'm just trying to like think of visualizing how tall that thing must have been. It was massive. 60, it was massive. 70 feet tall, maybe? Yeah. It was it, pretty... it, and, and, and bear in mind, I think this was like prior to like the city, like uh, especially like Watts, where I think they did a very poor job of like, like cleaning up like the, you know, you know, you, you cut back the trees and stuff yeah. like that. I recall this yeah. tree going like over the street, like, uh, you know, like literally like towards like it, the, the hot, yeah. like the, you know. It hung over the house. But the other thing, though, at least it provided shade during the summer. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was. That's exactly what it did. Yeah. It literally blocked the sun out like it was like a canopy. So this exactly. Uh, Sour ale, blackberry, raspberry, banana, guava. I think it says 8.7% alcohol. That's exactly. Uh, It's very, the can's very taut. I'm going to roll it. Yeah, actually, I got got away with that pretty good. And right off the bat, when I popped, it smells like berries. So... So the guava, so like that already defeated my first uh, statement. It smells like what? Berries? Berries. Uh, I can actually get banana. Yes, I'm getting, the, I'm getting berry. Berry on the nose. That is dark. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously the beer. You know, it's like this is one. Of the, I, I forget. I forget who I asked the question to about like, like, like when a brewery puts the the fruits in order. Like, does that like the amount of fruit goes in like first? Like, you know, like if you're putting the blackberry, is there more blackberry than raspberry? So I've always wondered that. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Cheers. Cross it. Ooh, high Man. banana. Heavy banana. See, I'm getting, so I get berry with a little banana on the end. See, I, I think you're, I think you're sensitive to banana, like in, in beers. So you, so you pick it up more. The interesting thing is I'm not really getting the guava this time around. That's, that's weird. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm definitely getting a lot of berry up in front. I'm though. getting a little metal on the can too, though. Are you getting that kind of a, uh, no, getting some of the metallic. No. Hmm. Oh, it's pretty good to me. This is my this is my type of beer because I like that, and it's literally is fruit juice. I'm not even getting that. that eight point, I, I I I can feel the eight point seven like like on like when I breathe out, you uh, get that like that 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 ethanol type of like uh yeah, that warmth of the, the breath. But going in though, it just tastes like fruit juice. I thought you were gonna say you want to see like the lab like the lab results. No, it's definitely there, but not on the uh, taste. It's on the exit way, where you feel that heat. There you go. Yeah, it's very good. They're very fruit juicy. Very fruit juice. 
It's kind of, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Those razzles. Remember that, that candy, the razzle? Oh, I love they had, like, they had like the raspberry one. It was like a hard chalky, like but a, a yeah. gum type candy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a it was like a tart and a gum. Yeah. Sweet tart. Yeah. But but it wasn't quite tart, but it had the consistency of like kind of like it was a chewier. Yeah. Like a brilliant, yeah. yeah. The what were they razzle dazzles? That was called? But I think it was called raz like razzles. And they had like different flavors, like berry flavors. And this one reminds me of the berry raz uh, razzle. When they were like little, like circular things with like a with the with the um, kind yeah, of like raised a, little bumps on the yeah on one yeah side. yeah exactly yeah that's what definitely what it reminds me of. There were there the flavors were raspberry, probably like lime, I think, and something like that. Yeah, very good. Uh, again, you can't, you can't really go wrong with them. Yeah, definitely fruit juice though. Where they, definitely where got they, to have. Where are they located at? Um, not sure. Yeah, my eyesight's all messed up. Brewing project. Um, I don't know. I can't. I, I literally cannot see. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really say in the can. Yeah, it does. It's Wisconsin. It's so does tiny. It? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I literally Brewing couldn't. Can. I literally couldn't see that. Yeah, I can barely see it myself. But yeah, you're right, Wisconsin. You're right. Yeah, this is yeah, this is something I wouldn't. You just also like my hand got got the uh, all sticky from the, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can feel like my I can feel my glucose levels like rising. <laughs> all right, so the so we got two. The topics are uh, the uh, pig movie or the maiden oh, album. Yeah. What do you want to do first? Uh, the maiden album because that 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 should be relatively brief. It only came out what like a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, um, yesterday. Oh, yesterday! Wow, yeah, yeah. literally just came out. Brand spanking new. So this is the new Iron Maiden album. It's called Senjutsu, which I think yeah. translates to tactics and strategy. Which is, which is some of the some of the songs are kind of like uh kind of kind of say that in some of the other titles. Yeah, this is their 17th studio album. Wow. Um, and it features Eddie, like Eddie Samurai, right? Yeah, which I don't get, but yeah. It's like to me that to me that's I would understand like if they were like going back to like Tokyo or something like Japan or something like that, but yeah. Well, it would like, make yeah. it would make more sense if the store if the songs were related to like Japanese culture. Yeah, you're right. But then, but then when you have a song called "Death of the Celts," that's not. Uh, I don't, is that, is yeah, that, yeah, is we're that, going back to the we're going back to the Scots <laughs> and the Celts and do that again. The, the, yeah. the Japan the, did I miss history and did Japan invade like uh, <laughs> the battle of the Celts or? Uh, yeah. No, but I was telling you, I was telling my boy Enrique about. Uh, if every once every once in a while Eddie will appear like in a culture, like in a specific culture. So like you right. know, power, power right. sleeps like Egyptian. Right. Uh, this one's Japan. Uh God, what was the uh, the uh, Book of Souls is I'm not sure it's some type of uh, I don't know if it's uh it's supposedly Mexico. Yeah, I think it's like an Aztec like, thing. Yeah, so it's like a Mexican culture. Yeah. Um we 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 were taking a stretch and said killers was was England. And uh, yeah, and then we, Jack made the a, Ripper. Yeah. we made a bigger stretch that said peace of mind was a U.S. because everyone in the U.S. is crazy. So peace of mind. Hmm. <laughs> it was just a joke that a sane asylum like Americans. Hmm. Well, that could be because I know because Iron Man, you know, they're, I, you know, I, I always got the I've always felt that they're they're not really like a pro-American uh, band. <laughs> definitely, definitely a pro-nationalist band, but not a pro-American band. So, uh, what are your what were your initial thoughts on the album? Uh, and it's kind of funny because I actually heard this with Tony and Mark. We were all listening to it at the same time, you know, individually, but we we're all going, you know, talking about the various songs. 
and basically it's just kind of like like uh first of all we're talking, first of all like the recording quality which is kind of weird where it's like kind of like i uh on my speakers and my headphones which are pretty good not the ones that i'm using right now another pair but uh it, i had to put the whole i had to put it up to, to literally 11 <laughs> just to get like a decent uh you know sound on it which is weird and uh and it still seemed like it wasn't like as loud as it could be uh very low recording i don't know why and uh bruce sounds like he's off in the corner somewhere it's uh, which is weird it's like um like, like they, they mixed them in, like maybe they're just trying to hide his voice maybe now. Maybe it's or something like that. I don't know if it's a planned thing. But he definitely sounds like lower than other stuff that he's, he's done in the past. And uh, I mean, getting past that, listening to the music, you know, uh, Cookie Cutter, Iron Maiden, you know, you know there's probably a couple of songs that did, that did stand out. And some that were really bad that I thought were really bad. But um, yeah. No one know. puts, uh, did you like, were you guys coming? No one put Brucey in the corner? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody puts Bruce or the, like the doubly, I mean, like they need to mix it in doubly. I, I, I think they did mix it in doubly, and that's and that's and that's why it sounds so like dull. Like it sounds like it's like washed out. It's like you know, it's like it's not till like a little bit later on where like uh, it's kind of like like and then even Market point this out like where like uh, all of a sudden like the songs get longer and there's like there's like more guitar more guitar solo work going on and then Bruce is very like not even in the song it's like hey Bruce why don't you just kick back now take five and take we're, gonna, five. we're gonna play with the, let the guitars go on and for like seven eight minutes here and uh, you know it's like a yeah take take five Bruce we got it we, we got you covered exactly I mean don't get me wrong it means done in the past with the, some of their big songs but but now it just seems like it might be like a requirement, like for Bruce, like yeah. take take a break now. It's like you know, go have some Earl Grey. We got some, it. Go have some more of your of that of the beer of the of your Iron Maiden oh, beer, yeah, your Robinson yeah. Brewery beer. That your like your four percent uh your four percent beer over there. <laughs> yeah, we should have pumped yeah. some. I can't find those Iron Maiden beers anymore. That's weird. That's weird. That should be like everywhere. Should, you probably find it. You're probably more after Ramirez like maybe. It, uh, not, not well, yeah, Ramirez, but like maybe like a total wine. I'm, oh, I'm sure they have like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure they have tons of like the one you want is you want the one with like the glass, like the actual, like the it's like a, yeah, it's like, it's a, like a gift thing, set, like a gift yeah. set. Yeah, that's the one that you want. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so going to so like the only song that I really that I that I like, which I don't think anybody else liked, was the uh, I think it was like the second single that came out that that Strategy song, yeah, 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 that Strategy. I think that's like probably like the one that I kind of has like that same like riding on a horse type, uh, you know, it has that sound. So, so that one that one stood out, but the one that I thought was really bad, which and we were kind of goofing on it, was that was the Lost and Lost World, the four track, where it has like an echo, this weird echo with Bruce like singing the song, and then like it's oh, like yeah. him sampled over. Yeah, and it's like like that's like what's like what's going on here? Like uh, it's like it's like, yeah, it was just it had this it was just sounded weird. I was like, yeah, that was like a weird thing, and the mix is definitely different from what we're used to. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's you know, but it's like and also like a Mark kind of made a joke that that it, it, it maybe they're just lulling lulling us into like this like false sense of uh, where we think we don't like it, but after listening to it over and over, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, oh, you know what, this is actually a good song, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I agree and I disagree because I feel that there are Iron Man songs that you hear them initially and you know right off the bat, this is the song. Uh, for example, like the, uh, you know, the, 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 the airship one from the, uh, the R101 uh, song, the, um, it's the one with Empire, the Empire of the Clouds. Empire of the Clouds. And then the, the one with the alien, the, um, like the first song, like on that one, that, that, that's a, you know, right off the bat, when, when you hear like the cadence of the song, the way it goes, the repeating lyrics, it's a, it's a great song. But you know, but in this one, I'm not getting that that effect. There's no not, no one song really blows me away, which is kind of a shame because I haven't had. I don't think I've had that 
opinion since Dance of Death, the uh, the Dance of the, the Dance of Death or Dance of Dead, the, uh, the which is which I consider one of the worst albums of all time. But the, that's a, it, it kind of had that same impact to me where it's a kind of, it's kind of like boring and you know, hey I don't know maybe, maybe I'm just old now I just don't get it you know. No. I definitely think you're right and that nothing really kind of stands out. And so I think maybe Mark ultimately is right that you probably need to have a repeated listening so that something kind of sticks. And so when I, and I've heard, probably heard the album now maybe five or six times, just kind of looping it over and over again because I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, I think the first three songs are okay. I don't think yeah. they're standout. Yeah, I'm not, a, see, see, I'm not a. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of the of the of the title track. I'm not a big fan of that one. And even like the what's the one that was the, the, the writing on the wall. The writing on the wall. I, I don't like that one at all. It's something about that whole southern rock thing with with Maiden just does not gel well with me. You know, that's that's just it's just to me it's just almost like we ran out we ran out of that. We need to do something more, a little bit different. Yeah, that one does not that that does not gel with me at all. And and I agree with you in that there's certain Iron Maiden songs you heard them from the first time you're like oh yeah this is good oh yeah, yeah and then we listen to this I don't think anything really stands out upon repeat repeated uh, uh, listening like uh, yeah. like Mark was saying the sen- the senjutsu the stratigo and the writing on the wall I guess are the standouts. Which makes I think sense. The singles why, too, right? Those are the singles. Well, that's what that's what I was gonna say. That's what I say. Writing on yeah. the wall was the first song they released because it's probably the oh, best yeah. one. Um, that Stratego was the second one they released, and you know, again, that's okay. Right. Um, so I, I think I'll continue to listen to it to see if anything else kind of starts to right. stand out. Right, right. Right. But it's just kind of. It's more like background static than than like run to the uh, hills. Filler to me, it's like filler. Yeah. It's like you know, and don't get me wrong, Maiden Maiden does a lot of filler. I mean, you, know, you can go back to some of the classic albums. There's, there's always going to be filler in their albums. That's just the way it is. But you know, yeah, but you know, I mean, you know, talking about like the you know songs that stand out from Iron Maiden. The first song I ever heard from Iron Maiden, you know, was uh, was Run to the Hills. You know, literally, you know, back in junior high. Great I, song. You know, when I, as soon as I heard that song, like you knew. You you knew that this was like special. You you know you hear that no 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 you know are are they um, you know run to the run to the hills. Gosh, I don't know why that was on the radio too, but the yeah that's Kilo, first I heard Kilo that was like or Kenny. Uh, it might have been yeah it might have been Kilo or KMT, one of the, one of those rockings. But I just remember hearing that, and it was like oh man this is like yeah definitely like this is definitely one of those like uh, songs that that pulls you in and sucks you in. There's no like you know it's there's no. Um, you you know you know you know you like it. You either like it or you hate it, or you probably you know, probably hate you know you don't like rock. And you just don't. But now, right off the bat, you hear that and you know you're jumping on your horse and you got your sword and you're ready to go out there. Yeah, definitely the the songs that have done well over time have been like the story, like the narrative songs. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh yeah. You, you the they definitely love the storytelling. They definitely love their history. Um, and this does have some history it does. storytelling. It does. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's I think there's even a, a song and tour that are based on books. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, I think it's the uh, I thought I said oh, now I'm not looking at the names, but I'm pretty sure one of these is like based on a movie or a book, and I can't remember. And then it has like that Days of Futures Past, which always makes me think of the of the X Men, uh, the X Men, <laughs> like the X Men, <laughs> but but not the X Men movie. The actual oh, the, the movie's the, great though. Movie yeah, but great. but but it's a graphic novel with the you know the old school graphic novel with. Yeah, the, I got need, I got news for you that this it's bad. Be the one exception where the movie's where the movie's better than the, like yeah like like, we, like with Nimrod featuring Nim like Nimrod. <laughs> we we read the comic book 
uh, as a family years ago when the movie was coming out. And, oh, so, yeah. you know, we always wanted to give the kids some context. The yeah. comic book is kind of, I mean, you there, there are scenes you remember in the comic book because they're memorable. Like when Wolverine yeah. gets blasted by the, the well, Sentinel. even the cover, like even the covers, like with oh, yeah. all the graves, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's moments in the comic book where we're like, wow, this is cool, this is happening. And then it's really kind of cheesy and kind of iffy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. When you watch the when you watch that movie, it's actually probably one of my favorite X Men movies, if not the probably the best X. I hated Logan, so yeah. Um, my think, my my problem with the movie was the the Sentinels because they just didn't look like uh, the like the Mark yeah. Four whatever they yeah. were the Mark Three or Mark Four Sentinels giant those what were they forty foot tall yeah you know purple reddish you know creatures or robots that's a, that was my thing with the exception of nimrod it was like a smaller humanoid whitish the ultimate uh a sentinel everything else was like uh you know there was just i forget what, the, what were they even like like humanoid robots in the movie i can't even remember well in the future they evolved to like the shapeshifter like the t-1000 basically oh. Okay, so, so it's kind of like what Nimrod was too, though. In the present time, they're they are like that purple type, or at least they're really? supposed to be like that version. Oh, and then they evolve ultimately to like the T one thousand, where like they 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 absorb the powers and 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 it, I, I think it's probably well, the see, best well, see, they, well, and like the, the original series, like you know, those older older versions of the Sentinels, they can absorb the powers, and they and they know they know the. Uh, the uh, the weaknesses of all the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they, you know, and they're you know, they're not invincible, but they they are prepared to fight like the uh, the X Men. And uh, but like I said, like, uh, and, and, and was he was he isn't Cable in that too? Wasn't he like, one of the main characters? If I'm not mistaken, I believe Cable's no. in that. Cable's not in that. I think so. I, don't I think, think so. Cable. I think I feel like you're Cable's thinking in of that. like Deadpool too. No, 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 no. Cable. I feel, I feel like he's like he like he fights Nimrod. If I'm not mistaken, like, in he the goes movie? up against him. No, no, in the in the graphic. Oh, novel. oh, gosh, that that I remember. We were at that years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, Cable's in there and he's like fighting Nimrod, but I, you know, I could be wrong. But that, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, Deadpool's not in the, uh, in the, in that. Uh... He should be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool series where like he goes back in time and like wipes out all the oh, literary, like kills everybody like all yeah, the litter, uh, no, Deadpool, all the literary like, like... characters. All the oh, literary, like... no, 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 no. I've and, never, and yeah, I've. I've I don't think I've ever read a Deadpool comic. I mean, gosh, I, mean, I want to say, well, obviously, I probably have read, you know, his comics, but I don't think I've ever like read like a series huh. of him, like an actual like you know four part, you know, thing of it. Oh no, I, we were, I was reading a bunch of those uh, when the movie came out, where oh, yeah. like he goes, uh, where he well, obviously he kills everyone, <laughs> and then he goes into like the literary, the literary characters are trying to hunt him down. It, it's actually pretty funny. It's because you know it's all that whole meta. You know, oh, he, yeah. he takes that fourth wall and he makes it, then, you know, kicks it into overdrive in some of the, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's so funny that that character was created by Rob Liefeld. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really funny. Actually, he created cable too. Deadpool cable. Uh, yeah. That's it. It's, you know, it's, and it, gosh, and it's weird. It's like, how did like, how did Marvel, like, I, I guess he was working for Marvel at the time. Cause then he went to image with the, uh, with Todd McFarlane and he started oh, yeah. doing that. Yeah, so and it's kind of weird how huh? he created one of those like characters. I assume he still gets money for that too, though. So, so clearly the Maiden album is not very memorable because we, yeah, we, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we completely like that, and that's why I also brought up the uh, the that we need to do the the worst to best Maiden albums, like you know, to like uh, because yeah, we need to we need to wipe out like, the ones that aren't uh, yeah. So just as an FYI, I uh, did some review. Uh, I did some research on how this is being reviewed. 
This has been highly reviewed, by the way. Really? Oh. This is they're, they're putting this up there as one of the better Iron Maiden albums, period. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it, but they are. Yeah, but yeah, but you also pointed out that one that one review when it came out for the um for the for the one song the right and how like and, and basically said the same thing that we said like 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 oh, where's yeah. uh, where's Bruce at like I can't hear him like, <laughs> like like this is this is one song short of like a slide guitar like if I <laughs> yeah 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 it's not it's not a strong album unfortunately um, I actually think so this is being rated higher than Book of Souls but I think Book of Souls is a way better album than this well first of all book like I said like like I said Book of Souls has one of their one of their their their, their great opus, songs like the opus. yeah their magnus opus you can't like literally that one song is just, just destroys you know it's going it's going to be hard to 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 equal that song again and they this album definitely doesn't doesn't do that so yeah, that one song might, is literally like half of is literally like 75% of of this new album right there so, but so this might be one that needs repeated more oh, yeah. more listenings than uh i agree i agree because I could, I could say the same thing for like like i said like the dance of death you know that's like an album that i don't like and i probably like listened to that album maybe like maybe five times all the way through you know it's because i just don't like it that i just you know i mean people will go like well what about that passion dale song it's like one of their big songs i'm like i'm sorry it just doesn't to me it does not i just don't don't care for it you know so when I look at the uh, Book of Souls, I just pull, pulled up the track listing. If Eternity Should Fail is a great song. That's like the first cut on that album is a great song. The Red and the Black is good. Uh, Empire of the Clouds is good. I mean, oh, it, it, about it, it. it has the, the, 18, the 18 minute and one second. <laughs> yeah, that's like I said, the Magnum <laughs> Opus. That's their... Uh... That's their uh, what's uh, what's what's the uh, the other long their other the, their actual Iron Man's greatest song of all time the uh, the, um, the the gallows one the Hollow Be Thy Name that's how, oh, that's yeah. like a, that's a long one too so. not that no, it's not that it's not, not like that long ten minutes long it's no I don't like, think it's that long that's one that has like a lot of like that like a lot of the guitar work in there too I think of like Rama the Ancient Mariner oh that's another long like one over too, ten yeah. minutes that's another long one yeah yeah so it's almost like um hey how many 10 minute songs can we do because this one has three songs i think it has like three and it winds yeah. up being like an hour and 20 some minutes i think i think That's enrique says it's it's a triple album it's three uh three records <laughs> like the, like uh, the vinyl like vinyl yeah i can imagine um, that's what i was thinking imagine it's got to be like a yeah like a bunch of like vinyl on that so initial impressions when we heard uh writing on the wall didn't like it stratico is a little bit better um now that i've heard it for about five or six times I can see why why uh, why writing in the wall was released first because it's probably the best song on the album, which means you're in trouble because it's not that yeah, good a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why, like I said, like when I first like the number of the beast, when you pull out like the run Jeez. to the hills, and that's not even like you know that's that's a great song, but then you still got the number of the beast. You know, you still got all these other great songs to to back it up. You know, if you don't have songs to back up, like your your number one, forget about it. You're in trouble. So that might probably think of like some of the other, like when you have uh, peace of mind, I mean, think oh, about yeah. it. You start out with yeah. where egos dare, which is a great song. Yeah. And then the third cut flight of Icarus, which is an amazing song. Oh yeah. yeah then yeah. you have that with your boots on the troopers still life. Oh, Cause the fire. It, I mean, yeah. gosh, man, that, that's a, it's a, it's a deep, it's a or deep what, album. Yeah. Or that one of my favorite songs that, you know, the, uh, the still life song, which is like one yeah. of like their underrated songs. That's not oh, yeah. like a, yeah. I love the little, uh, the, like the sadness and the, uh, yeah, and then when you get the power slave, you start off like man, you start that opening cut is aces high. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, 
I mean, come on, forget about it. Ace as high as like your your first song. I mean, that's yeah, like you're, a great you're, you're, song. You're actually in the like in the in the in the in the playing. You're like a you're in you're, that song so in the zone, man. And that's your first cut. Then you have two minutes of midnight, which is an amazing song. Yeah, which I feel like like probably think I think the the, the I want to say the original single was probably like two minutes to midnight. When I, if I if I pull things into perspective, going back to the day, I think two minutes of midnight was a big song on there. You have Lost for Words. You have Flash of the Blade, which is a great song. Oh, geez. Used in the uh, used in Jennifer Connelly's uh, horror movie. <laughs> the, it's like phenomenon. <laughs> Phenomena. I love that. I love that. But for no reason, that song's in there. Like, it's, it's in there for no reason. The Duelist, Back in the Village. Power see, Slave, see, obviously, is a great song. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, you have the 13 and 41 minute Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Yeah. Yeah. And you realize that's a that's a I mean that album's pretty I mean you can't it's almost it's almost a perfect album. Almost. So yeah. it's kind of you know are they are they out of material? Is that ultimately what it comes down it's, to? Or? Well, you know, it's funny because like I remember saying that before they they did the um what's uh what's the one with the I was I always forget the name of the album the one with like Eddie's like in the smoke like the clouds in the smoke that has blood brothers and the um and I was I was and I was like mentioned this and probably has one of my favorite songs from from them the 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 mirrors the um to call the uh the uh the dance of not the dance of mirrors but um what's that album called it's the one it's a it's a concert that we saw the one that you got the you, that you did the blood for and we saw the concert okay. and I say I I had thought when that album came out that that was it for me. It's it's over. And then when you listen to the album, the album it's probably my last favorite Iron Maiden album. My la- like the last, in my opinion, the last great Iron Maiden album. Oh. In my opinion, that's that's a, that's considered the last. And I'm talking about like you know for like as song wise, not just like one song, but like you know having like the full um, Iron Maiden effect. I can I can I can put the album on and listen to the whole thing all the way through. There that has go. the Wicker Man, Blood Brothers. Wicker Man, Wicker Man might be a segue. Yeah, which which movie though? Like 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 the like oh the uh you gotta watch you gotta watch the uh the Nicolas Cage version. That is so it's so funny and over the top that it's uh uh, that song is called Dream of Mirrors. That's one of my favorite Iron Man songs. The the uh, Wicker Man the original movie shows be pretty good though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's considered like it's. I believe it's. I'm not sure if it's a horror classic now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It is. But then they just they made the the, the remake and uh, it's just it's just it's like a yeah, it's like a jaunt in silliness and the, <laughs> so it's, got, final, it's made a lot of great memes. So any final thoughts on uh, on the new album? No, I mean I'm like you said, like I'll listen to I'll listen to it again. I'm sure I'll listen to it many you know several times over. You no, know, try you know because I'm always trying to like increase my my heavy metal playlist. See if there's going to be a song that I can pull out to the um, you know because I always do like retrospectives on bands. See if I missed anything from from that I, from back in the day. So I'm sure I'm gonna listen to it over again. Maybe see if I can pull something out. And if I can't pull anything out, that's gonna be pretty bad because that's kind of be same level as Dance of Death, where I can't pull anything out. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think probably Stratego for me might be the best song in the album. Yeah, yeah that's one that that's one, which is funny because I think I don't think Mark and Tony care for that, but I actually thought that was the most akin to those old school like riding on a horse type songs. The um, Going into probably, battle, we probably can look at doing a top ten maiden song uh, show. That was kind of hard. That's yeah. That that's a, that's hard. See, I always felt like the, the album would be a little bit easier because album wise, I can go like I can listen to songs and then go like I like this song, don't like this this one, and, I, and I, whoever has the most, whatever album has the most songs, oh, and then go, go you know 
Yeah, so that's so that that's the way I would do it, and that's why like I have like my number one album because I pull out which album do I listen to can you know can go from point A to point B in every song that I like. Wow, so that's either yeah. going to be so. I mean, there's there's only no. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, like I said, like I don't like I won't say it because I got say oh. but and I probably have said it in the past, but um, it's an album that actually um, um, pissed off some of my older friends because oh. they couldn't believe that I was that, that I took this album over something that came out a lot older when we were kids. And yeah. they were like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like, 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 like you've changed, like you've, like, you're not the same as you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for me, it's either going to be Iron Maiden, the first album, because that's very, has a high re-listen value. All right. Number the Beast, Peace of Mind, Power Slave. I don't think, I, I don't think I can go beyond Power Slave. And so I'm assuming your album's beyond Power Slave. Right, exactly, exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's why I was like, I had like, like, uh, <laughs> like, like, how dare you? Like, like, what has happened? Like, like, like you've sold out. Yeah, like I don't you, know. If it's, is it a, is it just, just to be transparent, is it a Blaze Bailey song? Uh, album? No, 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 no. <laughs> like which, which is funny because like, I, I don't mind, I don't mind, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind, I actually, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind that Blaze Bailey. <laughs> he, he made two of them with me. Yeah. One I don't care for. But the but the other one is a good one that actually has about three tracks that I like in there. That's you know obviously it's got the the the, the Klansman and uh, and a couple of other ones that are the, good. The two song well besides the, the three songs that stand out for me for the Blaze Bailey era were was the obviously the Klansman. Oh yeah. Uh, Man on the Man on the Edge is good, and mm-hmm. that Virus song is good. Like, oh, I think so the, to me those that's are the three songs. Yeah, you're that's actually different. See, I have I have I have a couple of other songs that are. That yeah. are so yeah. we should just take a look at like the top Blaze Bailey songs. <laughs> well, you don't know what like make it Klansman. Su- make it super specific. Yeah, which is funny because I don't think I've ever I would have ever had I not heard the um like I said when we saw Maiden they actually did the Klansman uh oh, Bruce did Bruce that. did it yes yeah, so you don't remember that but that's when we saw him he he actually did the Klansman and I was like oh it's just like a really good song like hey like but I don't remember this being on any of the albums yeah. like, oh that's because Blaze did it it's because <laughs> so they had to go back to listen to Blaze doing it you know so it's like go. okay. Yeah. And All obviously, right. obviously it was meant to be probably meant to be like a Bruce song, you know, when he when uh when Steve Harris, I assume Steve Harris wrote it because he writes everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's you bring up actually a pretty good uh, point. Since Steve Harris writes the majority of the songs and like, you know, you think of you think the songs are, as a Bruce Dickinson songs, but well, he's just also well, the instrument like the, he's basically right, right. just a, a musical instrument for Steve Harris's lyrics. Right. And the yeah, melody. Yeah. Well, it's funny because Mark had said some Mark had made mention that a lot of these songs, the new album, they, yeah, they, they kind of made me think that like Brute, like like uh, Blaze could sing those songs, like so it's kind of like, <laughs> so well, like it's funny you mentioned that though because I I I when I I have so I have the track listing and the the uh, song length and then the the writers of the songs. Hmm. Bruce Dickinson shares a co-writing credit on only three tracks. So and I'm not sure how that plays out with the rest of the Maiden albums, but so he only is contributing. I don't, to three I don't remember him. I don't remember him doing all that many uh, uh, songs. Yeah. To me, it's always Steve Harris, like Steve Harris, Nico, Nico McBain. There's certain names that like would pop up. I don't remember Bruce's name being on on, the, on all that many songs. Yeah, so I could be wrong, but, but no, but it makes sense though that like so if Steve Harris and he's on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the songs. You realize yeah. that he's the major writer. Oh yeah! On, oh, on absolutely! Songs. Oh, oh, oh yeah! Abs- oh yeah! Everybody, yeah, everybody knows Steve. Yeah, without but without, without Steve Harris, there's no art. There's no Iron Maiden. Because you don't get that. You no longer get that. You know, yeah, no longer get the that driving base. Exactly. You never you don't get that uh, beat anymore. Now you're just another band. You're just something else. Yeah, it's funny when you take a look at. And there's some YouTube videos on there that have the bass track on and off. 
And when you listen oh, to wow. songs with the bass track and without the bass track, you don't right. realize how you're and you use the right the right term. What a driving force oh, uh, yeah. that uh, Steve Harris's bass work is on those tracks. Oh yeah. And obviously, it's meant to like show. You know, it's it's you know, it's meant to showcase, and it's yeah. like, hey, this is. Like, I'm writing, so this is meant to showcase my uh, prowess. In the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, it's it's just funny because it makes you think about other bands like Nikki Six, where everything was about him, but he couldn't play the bass. So, so it's like literally, like I'm gonna make it about me. It'll be, but it'll only be like three notes. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. boy. So yeah, definitely have to listen to it a few more times. Yeah, but uh, initial impressions not very maiden uh never impressed honestly yeah well i, I want to be know, i want to be yeah. like i said we're long time iron maiden fans it's not like it's not it's not like we're just picking up the album for the first time you know I mean, i'm sure a lot of these writers that are writing for these uh magazines and websites probably a lot of younger guys yeah. you know so it does make me wonder you know like yeah were they there in the beginning you know it's definitely, I, and I think Book of Skull, Souls is way better than this. For first of all, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to. Besides, obviously, besides the uh, the yeah, Empire of the Clouds, Cloud. I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to give it a, another listen to. But like I said, like I think I think there was a couple of songs in there, at least one, which I thought was um, copied one of their other songs. So I <laughs> oh, thought, come that, on, no, that's well, down, which, to which, which, down to happen. Yeah, yeah, but but look, I was like, look at John Williams. Look at John Williams. Wait, wait a minute, it's got that, it's got that same beat like that. It's got that same, uh, you know, that intro. Like, what's going on here? Like, look at John Williams as he recycles this. Uh, Danny Elfman. Yeah. They I mean, come on. Well, I, I guess Elfman, I can forgive that. I can forgive that. <laughs> well, I can forgive it too. Uh, that's that's like I was watching. Uh, I've been watching Death Note, the anime. And I li- there's literally several themes in that Death Note that sound like famous songs. Uh, uh, one, of, one of the famous themes is, it's, uh, is a character called L. His theme song sounds like tubular bells from The Exorcist. Uh, <laughs> and I, I swear, I'm, 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 I'm it's gonna, like a one-off. After, it's a one-off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I, so, I, so I sent Tony a text, and I'm like, I'm like, Ice Ice Baby. That's like literally like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it, uh, this, this yeah. is different though. Yeah, it's a one-off. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh so yeah i love maiden if they did the oh, tour yeah. i'd go visit them. i'd go watch it for sure because you know they're gonna oh, yeah. play some of the other stuff oh and you know they're gonna tour so you know that's coming you know that's gonna come yeah out. i'm in well, for actually, that in, in fact i thought i saw no wait no it's the eagle i saw an eagles and judas priest one that oh yeah yeah i definitely saw two and morrissey's in uh, vegas too right now which i wish <laughs> i could know? go see wow but, and morrissey's like always playing like he's, he's like, yeah, like he don't he's care non-stop. like i'm gonna play he's yeah i don't care like i'm like, playing <laughs> Like it must it must be a testament to being a vegan because that guy is like a that guy is like super <laughs> old and he's like nonstop he, mm-hmm. he does not stop touring. Nice. Yeah. He has a new yeah. album that's going to come out, but since he got dropped by his label, really? Um, yeah, you've been following that whole story where because you know Morris is a super very outspoken, yes, yeah, nationalist outspoken. outspoken. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, so yeah, he, I, yeah, I, I totally I can totally see that happening. Yeah. So he got dropped. And then he recorded an album and trying to find the, basically says the, like the highest bidder, we'll get it. Yeah, and then not only that, but he could also produce his own stuff. He can he can do like the Motley Crue way, and you know just you know do his own. Uh, and that's why that's 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 why I consider Motley Crue. You know, people will goof on him like, oh, they sold out. What they sold out to themselves? They literally don't. You know, they literally have the the rights to their to their music. They're not like uh, Metallica. That's why that's why uh, that's why when the whole Napster thing went down with Metallica and Motley Crue was goofing on them. Like, yeah, those guys are sellouts and, you know, and this and that. And you gotta so I think I think I want to take a little pause. Okay. All right. All righty. 
uh, on a completely separate note, uh, I got the email from Russian River saying that the second shipment of that uh, of the seller society is being ready. It's nice. going to be ready probably. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Probably in the next uh, month or so. But the uh, Vinny was like, hey, which, which you kind of mentioned previously, Vinny was like saying, hey, we, we never said these were going to be exclusives. Right. That that we may offer. It's funny because then he kind of, uh, he kind of, he, he went way too far to justify what he did. He basically right. said for that peach beer, that peach farm that they were buying the peaches from, the, the, the fire, because it was a whole thing was in fire on fire. And so he basically said, we decided to buy all their peaches because ultimately they thought that the whole thing was going to burn down. Oh, and cool. so that's they good. said we bought all the peaches and we made all the beer we could with the peaches and that's what you're right that, that's a lot of justification though. he's he has yeah. to explain because that's the way people are you got to explain everything and then, and then in the end people are still going to be pissed off so you know so his justification was made sense he said hey yeah you know they were providing us the peaches we bought basically every peach they had and we made beer out of it and so that's why we produce extra beer therefore we're going to sell some to the public but by the way, we told you that some of these beers may be available to the public. That's that's true, and I, I and I had noticed that. And I said, like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be all exclusive, uh, um, you know, club beer. Yeah. So the and email I, I just got for the next go around, it basically says here to be upfront, and the upcoming shipment, two of the oh, he tell, beers will also be non-member exclusive. So mm-hmm. again, they're going out of their way to saying, hey, let's be transparent. Yeah. Don't think they're exclusive, which I'm not quite sure why they got dinged on it when the brewery's done it for years. We were talking about yeah. that. Oh yeah. Like yeah if you're yeah. if you're an entry level, unless you're a hoarder, because that's different. If you're a preservation or reserves uh, uh, society member at the brewery, you get first crack at everything. But then if, if they have extras, they they right. sell them. To and, yeah, else. you're right. And even the hoarder, like it winds up like like trickling. It could trickle down into like the other other uh, uh, membership levels. So, you know, you have to understand that you're not, you know, just because you're a part of this elite, it, you know, it, it's, you know, if it's popular, people are going to want, you know, you're going to have more requests for it. People are going to want it. And a lot of times, a lot of the, even the hoarders have wanted these beers. Only way to give you the beer again is if we make it, you know, give, make a mass quantity of it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, to me, it was no big deal, but I just thought it was funny because that became like a thing. So in the next batch, there's a cuvee number two, which I'm not sure what what, what it is. A we had we've five. had like one and three, I think. Yeah, I think this is cuvee two, cuvee five, cuvee six. Oh wow! And then they're gonna do a small batch creek, which is cherries. Yeah. A small batch blueberry, which you'll like. Wow. And a small batch cabernet sauvignon grape pomace. Grape? Oh, pomace is pear. Oh, is that what it pear? is? Is that the, I, think, I, be, if I believe I Palmas is pear. I could be wrong. So the blueberry one that sounds sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So his, and, so and here, also, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So here's a, here's what that says regarding the peach beer in the first release. Some of you may remember the story when Natalie and I did our fireside chat where we told the story of Gail Sullivan from Dry Creek Peach reaching out to me to ask if I wanted to buy some peaches to make a peach beer. For years, I'd let Gail know if she and Brian ever had extra peaches, I'd love to buy them and make a beer with them. As if a pandemic wasn't enough, which temporarily closed most, if not all, the restaurants they normally work with. Then came the Wallbridge Fire, which was moving towards their peach farm. This meant that not only were all the local farmers markets closed due to smoke, but they were about to be evacuated from their farm 
which meant their own peach and was closed. Lost the crops too. Yeah, all of this in the middle of harvest and no one to sell their peaches to. This is when I told Gail we'd buy all the peaches, which ended up being 2,000 pounds. Wow. If we would not have bought all those peaches, they probably would have hung on the tree and rotted and thus would have been a complete loss for them. In the end, even at six pounds of peaches per gallon of beer, we still ended up making some extra beer, which is why this one became a non-exclusive beer. Natalie and I were humbled and proud to be able to support one of Sonoma County's most cherished and beloved family farms in the middle of a global pandemic and wildfire. Makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I see nothing wrong with that. Nope, yeah. nothing at all. Yeah, and also uh, the other thing that, that I've been noticing, I, we've, I guess, I don't know if you've really been paying attention, but those beers, these uh, small batch beers have been scoring incredibly high. Like they're all like 4.4, 4. 4. Wow. 4.5. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of weird because I, I kind of take them for granted because like, you know, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm over <laughs> like the sour, but they're super highly rated. You realize that these are some of like the best sours, you know, in the country. So, right. Yep. Definitely. Have, I still have to pop some. I think I have a few left. Yeah. I think I, yeah. The, probably the one that I had last time, I think I, it was like a, I said it was a Kuvi, but it wasn't a Kuvi. It was a it was a Savon one. It was a, the intinction, the intinction. Yeah, no, it wasn't intinction either. It was a. I think I, I posted on the uh, on, the, on my untapped, yeah, but it was like a Cabernet Savon, which is a. And it was, but it was, wine, I can't remember what barrel, the base was. The wine barrel. Yeah, that's a that's a barrel, but I can't remember what the actual base was. So you ready for another beer than uh, pig? Yeah. So the so so we're gonna what are we gonna go with on the beer? We got a choice here. We got the IPA or we got the stout. Are we gonna go with the stout? Well, uh, considering we probably only have one beer left, I would right. say do the stout. All right. All right. Do it. And this is a 12-ounce can of... Uh, and remember, back in the day, these used to come in, I believe, in the Bombers, 22-ounce bottles. The regular uh, cafe, the regular death. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't no, know. no, no, no. Called? Okay. Well, here, here was the thing. Here, here was this is the way they used to be sold, and I, I don't know if you remember this, but when you bought these, uh, the, the special, the variants, and they're these, uh, these, yeah, it came like in a little, like a kind of similar to the, uh, to the, uh, the parabolas. No, not not the parabola, but the um, gosh, what's what's that one? The one the one that we well, we kind of goof on with uh, from Bottle Logic, where like the top came off and like the, <laughs> the fundamental <laughs> so it's kind of, theorem. It was kind of like that, theorem. where like the yeah yeah the fundamental theorem type box, where it was like a special thing, you know, so. So this yeah. is again is Revolution Brewing, which I just came from. Uh, super yeah. massive cafe death. It's an imperial oh, stat with coffee. Nice. It's a limited edition part of their Deep Wood series. Yeah. It's a 12 ounce can and it is 14.3%. Oh, and uh, it says imperial stat aged in bourbon barrels steeped with coffee. Check, check. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, this I saw. Yeah, so I so the box one I had was the uh, was the Death Star. That's the, yeah. that's the original one that I had. Yeah. All right, let's open this. Twelve ounces because it can't give you like a like a you know the twenty two ounce bottle anymore. You have to be responsible with the high ABV, <laughs> which is yeah, funny because he's you know. I smell high coffee and high booze. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of mocha, coffee, mm, mocha. Uh, good carbonation. I wash my glass well, so there are no bubbles sticking to the side of the glass. Uh, yeah, 
lots of lots of coffee, lots of mocha on that. Is mocha's coffee right? Is that the? Yeah. Is that the no, no, that's what. Not what is that. mocha? Mocha is coffee with chocolate, if you recall. Well, that's that does kind of play into like the malts, like the chocolate malts. From, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Smells like smells like coffee. And you've already had this, right? You've had this. Uh, yeah, I've had it a few times. A few times. <laughs> like you've already had this. Before. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> like I don't want to say it. Like I like I I play the fifth. Cheers, Prozet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Surprisingly Definitely. creamy. Yeah, that's what, that's what. Yeah, like like almost like a lactose creamy, which it doesn't yeah. have. Which is weird because you're right. It does have even like the the lacing has like that. Um, that the thickness to it yeah definitely full body very 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 good mm. yeah should have picked up another four pack of this yeah you said yeah there was a bunch of variants yeah because i had told you like yeah if, if you're gonna give me something from revolution get those uh get the uh the deft uh variants and here you go that's the only one they had wow uh, to, to go It's fourteen percent. You gotta get that, get that, get yeah. that little heat on the coming yeah. out of my mouth in the end. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say definitely boozing, definitely coffee. Oh yeah. oh yeah. High coffee, high booze, creamy. Yeah. Very good. Okay, like, like you walk into work with this and like you're in trouble. <laughs> like, uh, like, like I'm having coffee. Like, uh, I, I, I can't believe you're not drinking this out of your, the revolution glass. No, I'm gonna like I said, like the my, the rest of the pour I'll pour into the glass and now take the picture. So this brings us, we're pushing two hours. We'll wrap up uh, with our last, uh, apparently we're doing a, we're doing a Nicholas Cage uh, <laughs> retrospective, apparently. And uh, wait, wait, does, does that mean we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get to, we get to do Kick-Ass with my, my favorite, my favorite superhero we movie can. of all time. We can, we can, do, I, I we, love we, that we movie. I, 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 I have so much stuff to say about that movie. I love that movie. We can I, do Kick-Ass. We can do, I want to see, I, I was talking to Tim about this the other day. I, I challenge you to try to watch Face Off again, and I think we talked about oh, this what the, the last John show. Travolta, That's yeah, the John Travolta one, yeah, it's John Travolta, it. Nicholas Cage, John yeah. Woo directing when he was hot off of Hardboiled wow. and The Killer with John. Yeah, we talked about this last uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved it the first time around. I challenge you to but try like to watch, watch film. it. Does not does not hold <laughs> up. Not too over the top with the. Think about it. You have John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, which are probably two of the most over-the-top oh, yeah. actors of our time. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. And, like facing, like literally, like the title's like it's almost like a metaphor, like facing, like facing oh, off. Oh, you're right. Like, like ego face, face off. ego face off. Yeah, That's exactly. Like, hey, why don't we have them? And then we'll just call it face off. You know. Okay, so let's start off with this pig. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start off real quick. Go I gotta it. say, uh, my my first. Uh, I'm ashamed to say, read off my notes. OMG. Like it almost, it, this definitely makes up for that movie we, you forced me to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, that with the Willy's machines. Wonderland. Yeah, this yeah. movie was was pretty darn good. Mm. Yeah. Right or no? You yeah, don't yeah. like it? I, no, 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 no. I I agree. It's a, it's a good movie. It's I mean it's 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 also sad. It's a sad movie. But yeah. It's a, it's, it, it's also kind of weird because like I feel like the the whole metaphor like there's like a metaphor with the with the with the with the chefery type thing as like being something else. Like, uh, hey, we're gonna use uh, uh, what's it called, culinary Cooking, arts, culinary. as being like a like a metaphor for like you know to solve like to talk about problems and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a very interesting. 
you know, there are some some parts that I thought were kind of kind of over the top, but you know, but I did, I, I, you know, I, I got it. And you're right though; it is a good movie. And I, you, uh, one of the first things I noticed was that one actor, yeah, was a young guy, <laughs> hereditary. Guy, like, yeah, the hereditary guy. Like, like well, this guy's like in every movie. What, like, what else did we see him in? We just saw him in something. You something know? else. He came. What with else did we else? see like, him in? Because we just yeah. said that's a dude from Her- Hereditary. Yeah, he's like in everything now. He's like one of those guys that you see popping up everywhere. You yeah. know. So the the one thing I did say that this it was where very well cast. It very well casted. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage is well casted because well, he's playing so, himself, like he's like himself, like too, like you know, like but you know the other the weird thing is like in the whole the whole movie, he's always like smelly and like dirty and yeah, stuff, and like and yeah. like it's just like a like a part of his character. Where like <laughs> never once they say, "Hey, do you want to take a shower and shave?" No, or? the the uh, the hereditary guy says, "Hey, oh, does do he tell him that?" Yeah, like, yeah, no, I don't want to. Like, no, it's okay. Okay. So, but the funny thing is, you know, Nicholas Cage probably didn't shower for a month for the role. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Like oh yeah, guy, yeah. Oh, right? oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally could see that. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah, is that so, was very unkempt. Yeah. It is so uh, casted. You know, Nicholas Cage in this movie, Nicholas Cage to me is like uh, is like Sylvester Stallone, like or oh. Nig- I, I told John like Nigel, like you don't you don't talk so much, like just stand there because he, like, he yeah, has you, very little you, dialogue. He has very little dialogue. <laughs> Which yeah. makes First Blood such a good movie for for Sylvester Stallone because you don't right, have to right. talk that much. You just do and you emote and you do a pretty good right. job of it. So yeah, yeah. Nicolas Cage, very well casted. The kid's name is Alex Wolf. That's the, the uh, yeah, Alex Wolf. Yeah, actually, yeah, I saw that like in the little credit thing. Yeah, very well acted, very good casting. And then surprisingly, very good casting was Adam Arkin. Like, yeah, you know what's so funny is I assume that he's a son of the famous Arkin, the what's that? What's Alan Arkin, the uh, the old school actor? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I assume I, that's his son. Like is. you know, he's yeah, like he's he like is. in everything. Yeah, so yeah. he's uh, 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 the Rocketeer, like the uh, Alan Arkin's in the Rocketeer. Uh, yeah, was he the yeah uh, one of the guys from the Rocketeer? Okay, yeah. who builds the who builds the, uh, yeah. the rocket yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Arkin was so well casted. Kind of reminded yeah. me of like a Negan. He kind of looks like Negan, like especially in this movie with the beard. So yeah, he does. He's like that Negan yeah. type character. And then, yeah. uh, 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 just like as a, a side note for us, the nerd, the nerds in us, David Shaughnessy plays the audiobook narrator in this. And so when I looked at his credits, because I always wound up looking at the people's other credits, he played Sir Didymus in Labyrinth. What? I, I thought that was kind of, I always think that's kind of <laughs> funny, the, like obscure. That's like so obscure. Like, yeah, I, know, like I, I know that. Sir I know Didymus. what it means. Like, oh. <laughs> like, like, you may not pass. Yeah, yeah. Like, then, then shall pass without my permission. <laughs> like, oh. Well, like, can, can we pass? Like, oh, yes. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Like, I didn't even do that. I figured that guy had like one movie, and that was it. like a, he actually yeah. plays a few roles in Labyrinth, a couple of voiceovers. In oh, Labyrinth, which I, which I can totally imagine because it's just like it's, you know, it's like a high pitch voice. Yeah, he does Sir Didymus, and he does like the four doors, like you know, when like, uh, mm. like uh, how yeah. do I know you're lying? Like, if you're lying, like I, I still don't get that. I still don't get that. I still don't get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm lying, but if I tell a lie, if I'm like, lying, yeah. Yeah, and ultimately, movie. she thinks she figures it out, but I, I don't think she figures she it doesn't, out. She doesn't. Because... Doesn't she fall into the uber? Like the yeah, the ubliette. Into the ubliette. Yeah. Like she, like she shouldn't have gone as far as the ubliette. So, like, like, shut up, shut up. So very well casted movie. And the other thing about the movie that's that's amazing is it's shot beautifully. Like it, it is big. Oh, yeah. It's in Portland or in the on the outskirts of Portland. Yes, it's, yeah. It's definitely beautiful. the outskirts of Portland. Like it's like it's in the it's in the better areas, and then they go into Portland ultimately to uh, 
you know, to for the uh, confrontation of the uh, of the main story. So shot beautifully. It's a it's a very simple it's a very simple story. Yeah. Yeah. The bottom line yeah. is, uh, so Nick, Nick, Nick Cage plays a, a, a truffle farmer named Rob Feld. He, he, he's, not, he's not necessarily a truffle farmer, though. At that, at like that a, point, like, but at that point in time, when we first meet him, he's a truffle farmer. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because, you know, the, the whole thing was he was just finding truffles because he uses them for his own dishes, too. Yeah, so he, but, he wasn't necessarily doing it for, like... And I, you know, I assume that the one guy from the hereditary just like comes upon him. I'm not sure how or why. And then he knows like, Hey, it's the guy that has like this product, this like a, like this a plus product that I need. Yeah. It's like, like, uh, like drug. It's kind of funny. I think one of the analogies was like, yeah, it's very like a, like a, like high grade cocaine or maybe like even gold. Like it's like gold, it's like pure gold. Which you know, is funny, which is funny though, because his dad acts like like a drug lord. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, the whole thing, the whole thing with the with the cooking thing is very like drug lordish thing. Yeah. It's like it's, not even that, there's like that weird like Fight Club part two. Oh like, yeah, like the yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 get, about, we'll like get to a... that, but it was definitely very Fight Club. I, 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 my note is it's it's Chef Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. What was that all about? Like, uh, like a, so we yeah. what we know about. Uh, Nicholas Cage is that he, see, I, I call him a truffle farmer. Okay. Um, he yeah. lives in the wilderness. Uh, he's unkempt. It's mysterious. So right off the way, right, I was telling the kids like, okay, here's my, here's my take on it before even watching the film, but we saw the trailer. Is this yeah. going to be like pig wick, like John wick, but oh, like yeah, the, yeah. with the pig, are they going to take his pig and he's just going to wind up killing everyone to get the pig back? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had already known that that wasn't going to be the case. Oh, so, I, so I already, I already knew beforehand that that's oh. not going to be the case. So I thought this was going to be a revenge action film. Yeah. And no. it's completely not even close to what that, what oh, yeah, to no, being no, a, yeah, an action no. revenge film. In fact, I was got the impression that the, he, the, that he was kind of like a pacifist in a, in a sense. Because even like that Fight Club scene where he just kind of like takes all like you know he's just sit, he's just standing that's there a, yeah, yeah he's a, yeah and, and I assume that he must have been like a kind of like a badass back in the day or, or yeah. you know yeah so it's, yeah so so he's a he's a truffle farmer I think unkempt mysterious lives in the forest and uh, we see him and the pig traveling the uh, working the land and they get the truffles and then the hereditary right. kid comes and he buys the truffles. Which I'm sure Nicholas Cage is making a, a pretty penny from that. I don't. Each, I don't. Is he? Was he making any no, cash? In that? Each, I thought each he was getting of, like a few trinkets. No, 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 no. Those so you are worth like five hundred bucks. Oh no, no, no. I know. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's that's and he knows it's the worth a lot of, of money, and he knows the value of them because then the reveal, you know, which we'll get to in a second, he definitely knows the value of the truffle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially, I he just especially the care. black truffle. Like you try buying that that truffle's worth oh, at yeah, least a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. And he's bringing like a cooler of truffles. I mean, each each week he's making five grand probably. Plus, like the kids probably bring yeah, him food yeah, and supplies. It, 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 like you said, in a, in a sense, it's basically like a drug. You know, it's it's a yeah, legal oh, yeah. drug. It's like, hey, easy money. If somebody can find this and we can take it away from them, it's like you know, which which it's part of the story. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely cool. Skill. It's you know, it is pretty cool because you think like they could easily be interchangeable with like a drug drug oh, yeah. lord story. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. they made it more like uh, user friendly with the chef and you know, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the popularity of like uh, cooking nowadays with Ramsey. And oh that yeah, stuff. It's more yeah. user friendly than a drug story. Yeah. So I mean, pretty pretty crafty, witty writing to like kind of focus it on something that's more user friendly. Yeah. So eventually, the pig is stolen. And yeah. so they come into his cabin, they 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 brutally beat him, and they take the pig. 
immediately i think it, i think it's the kid i think it's a hereditary hereditary kid that's doing it. and he's like hey why not why not just cut the middleman out and take the pig right right and so when nicholas cage or uh, rob feld awakens and he sees this pig is gone he's now gonna go you know that's the end of act one he's gonna go find the pig I'm going to go F up some people. and Yeah, that's and what I my... thought. <laughs> like, honestly, come on. You think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I was former special forces and I'm going to go. Yeah. Like, my... yeah. Like I'm Rob, like I'm like ex special, ex special forces chef. Like, uh, like <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause he leaves, you know, he lives a very normal humdrum, boring life being a trouble farmer. So you almost kind of want to concoct the story that he's like a retired mercenary. You yeah. Know, you, you always think but, like, hey, I, I want to do one more job and then I'm going to retire you, and be boring. Yeah. But I also realized that because it, there's even a scene earlier on, early on in the movie, they show, they show you, show him making the, uh, the truffle pie. And you know that he's not like a, like a, you know, he's not a regular, he knows what he's doing when he creates this pie. It's something that, that, that a person would not know how to do. Like, you know, and you're looking at him, you know, the camera kind of focuses in on the way he's like yeah. making it and doing it. So, you know, he's not somebody who knows how to cook. And so I'm like, wait, this is somebody that's also that's probably been a part of life. And it's for some tra some traumatic reason. He's now a mountain man out here over here, out here in this Oregon forest, you know, so that so, so I kind of knew that this is like, you know, where it was kind of going to. Where when it, when it was happening, when I was like, yeah, yeah, there's something happened to him to put him in this situation becoming a mountain man. So, so one, the one thing we've omitted so far is that it's actually broken down into three parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And each part references a dish. Yeah. Well, the first one you're talking about is like a tart, like a yeah, like truffle a mushroom, tart, like, like a yeah. truffle mushroom tart or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so you see Nicolas Cage, which is kind of funny, being, yeah. you know, preparing the dough and, you know, it's very methodical. And yeah. so you realize. But, but, it, but, he, it's, but it's also done from a mountain man perspective where it's not like okay when you think of chefs you think of cleanliness <laughs> and like you know like cleaning up and having like nice utensils yeah. and he's doing it very like caveman -ish. you know it's like he's pushing his thumb into like the dough and stuff like that you know so so, yeah. so he wakes up and he's like i'm you know really easy storyline i'm gonna go find my pig so right. he 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 uh asked the uh, hereditary guy take me here. I'm going to go. I need to find my pig. And so he goes to the city to try to find his pig. And on the way, he makes a couple of stops. Um, so I, I guess the, the chef fight club is probably one of the first stops he makes, right. which is, which is an interesting scene because and in correct me if you read it differently, what I thought was, you know, chefs are, are jerks, right? Chef, like the, yeah. the main, yeah. the executive chef is known to be a jerk. So right. what I thought was all the executive chefs go down to this fight club and they let the underlings pay to beat them up because they're is such jerks to him during the day. So it's kind of like, hey, you get the bid on beating me up yeah, because I'm such, because in the real world, I'm a jerk to you and I own you. So this is you your know, opportunity that's, that's to a good pay point. to beat me up. That's a very good point, but then it also brings uh, up a scene that comes like, in but. later. You know, you know what I mean? There's a scene that comes in later where, where that where it talks about one of his underlings, and oh yeah, and so like so great. That's a like, great. That's probably the best scene in the movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Where he goes to a, a restaurant, yeah, uh, and then and then so he but, realizes. Oh, so, but ahead. if you but if you remember when he goes to that chef fight club, the one it's like a waiter guy that pays. Yeah, the it's money just some, to, yeah, some guy. It's a exactly. small guy. You know, and Nick Cage is a big towering guy. He's oh, yeah. probably like six three, six four. 
Oh yeah. And yeah. and this guy is a smaller underling leader type guy. So I'm assuming as a sign, it's like a ritual thing. Like, yeah, I'm a badass no, chef. No, you 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 know what? you're right though because he puts his name on the board and yes. they all have this look like yes i want to kick i want yeah. to kick his ass like they, and they start putting money down you're right, you're right. so it's so it goes two ways we i want to kick his ass putting money down or i bet like maybe they're having this like he's an actual fighter but you're right like it actually makes more sense that they want to kick his ass yeah so like yeah so because he doesn't that's remember actually, he doesn't fight back it's like he you doesn't take, no, you he take doesn't. free he, shots he you free yeah. shots yeah and, but yeah, the guy previous to him was also taking you couldn't fight back so i'm thinking in my mind this is some kind of bizarre world fight club where during the day the chefs are jerks to you but you've come to this underground you can actually pay to pay them back like like physically pay that actually makes a lot of sense in it yeah you're you're right though because as soon as that name goes on the board (laughs) they're all it's not not because he's like some he's not because he's like a fighter it's because that's a name that this guy (laughs) this guy ruined my career I need to, I want to kick his ass now. Yeah. You know what I'm and so yeah. he, and so they all putting the money down and he, you know, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. The great thing, it's, and it's a great, it's a great visual because the guy paid, you know, the waiter, it looks like a waiter guy puts yeah. down the most money and he's beating up. Uh, oh, uh, and you're right though. Cause even, even after when the bell rings or when the, when the thing goes, he's like, he's like, he still wants to keep going. Like <laughs> yeah. you have to pull him off. <laughs> he's like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> because it's personal you ruined my career yeah, like, you personal. ruined me and, and you're right because the scene that follows with the other chef is <laughs> yes he was exactly. that so he exactly. wasn't he was basically exactly. like a gordon ramsay character yeah. where he, he was telling people you know you suck like you know you don't like you, like where for that guy he's like or the the guy he meets like like yeah, your pasta was like undercooked or so yeah so yeah you're right though i guess that is the was the was that premise of that Good yeah. observation the greatest shot of that fight club scene was the little guy is beating up on a towering Nicholas Cage. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, even yeah. when Nicholas Cage falls to his knees, he's about, to, then he comes out to that oh, guy's yeah. height. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, again, it's wonderfully shot. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a great visual to see Nicholas Cage on his knees and he's still about the same height net. Now he's brought down to the same <laughs> level as this little tiny waiter guy. So, so it was course, basically like, it was like, it was like 30 seconds to a minute of kicking the ass. <laughs> Of the person who, who ruined your career, that that it, yeah, that's 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 great. Yeah, I that's think great. I think that's what that was about. I think. That sounds that sounds right. That's exactly that's exactly what you're right though, because like I said, like they clarified after where you do find out he is an asshole when he was the head when he was the master chef. He treated his underlings are the uh, what do you call them the sous chefs or what whoever's working under yeah. him. Like he, where he would berate them, kind of like a, maybe like you're right, like a Gordon Ramsay type ish <laughs> like like a type dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a good scene. Um, and then we realized that, uh, you know, during this process, we realized that he actually was a pretty famous chef. Oh, yeah, yeah. People um, know who he is. Which, is. which is another payoff that happens because then the, it's a really weird, that, so the other thing is, which I think is perfect with the side story of the uh, hereditary guy and his dad and his mom. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so he yeah. says, he tells a story of my mom is dead even though we find out later, actually, she actually isn't dead. Right. My mom is dead and my mom was never happy. And the mom and dad's marriage wasn't very good. But one of the few memories I have of them being happy is when they went to this chef's restaurant and had this right. meal and they came back home and all they could, and it was the happiest I've ever seen them because of this chef's meal. And, and of course, with, yeah. 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 They were with yeah. a bond. And so the payoff yeah. is that it was actually yeah. Nicholas Cage 
who oh, cooked right. for the parents, which it was just, right. which is perfect. And it's a small town, so it's a, it's a, it's a viable story. And, and then, you, and obviously, obviously, they, obviously, when they, during that whole scene when they're eating tea, like the guy starts crying. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you're, like, going, you're going too like, fast. Like you're going. Well, you're I know, but I know it's, it's like, like the. <laughs> oh no, it's a great. But it's funny. No, it's, it's funny because you're right. The, the guy's like payoff. an ass. The guy's an asshole, but he all of a sudden he breaks down yeah. after like a. Uh, it's a great payoff. Um, yeah. So th- so then we get to the next scene of the pretentious restaurant. He's like, "Hey, can you get, get oh, us yeah. reservations there? Because I need to get res- we need to, I need to find my pig." So then he goes to a restaurant, which I assume is like a like a four star Michelin restaurant. It has to be, it has to be, yeah. And so Nicholas Cage, who's a man, I, I thought that the hereditary kid was going to say like shower and change your clothes, but no, yeah, literally no, no, no. no, no character change, <laughs> literally the same clothes, the same. And he even tells him early on that you, you smell, yeah. you know, do, do, you, do you want like a portable like shower? Like uh, I can bring oh, you yeah, one Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so Nicholas Cage, shower. AKA Tyler Durden, basically goes, in, <laughs> goes into this uh, restaurant and the, the waitress comes up to him and says, and so the title of this, uh, part is like a it's like a deconstructed scallops and uh oh that's so the, funny when they pulled the I, I when they pulled the, the dish out the dome the like dish is so the, pretentious <laughs> yeah it's this is this it's is like like all like curated yeah like the, you're smell you're getting the essence of like the pine god that was so pretentious uh, man she lifts oh. a dome of smoke yeah, like the, little, the fog smoke. the fog of the trees <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a it's a deconstructed scallop, I think, is what it's supposed to be. Oh, and so God. and so he's like he's like putting his fingers on it, like then yeah, he's, he's, he just starts pushing, <laughs> just pushing down on it. <laughs> and so uh, so then the waitress comes and like Nicholas Cage is like again one of the probably the best scene for me in the movie. Mm. Nicholas Cage is like, Can, I want to see the chef. So the chef comes out and uh, and uh, they start talking and like hey. And then ultimately the revelation is Nicholas Cage, this guy, so the guy recognizes him. He's like, oh my God, you're yeah. like Robin Feld, who apparently was like, I, I'm assuming like a Michelin star kind of rated yeah. chef. Yeah. And, and he, uh, he tell, like, you probably don't remember and yeah. remember me, but of course he does. Like, yeah. yeah. So remember, he's, yeah, he, like, you're, you're yeah, absolutely you, you right. always undercooked the pasta. Like you always undercooked the pasta. So you're absolutely right. The guy says, you probably don't remember me, but I worked for you back in the day. And Nicholas Cage yeah. says, yeah, for two months before I fired you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Funny. He was like an asshole to him. You always undercooked the pasta. Like your pasta was always like, a, and he starts laughing. Like he's all like, <laughs> like that nervous <laughs> laughter. But then what, what happens next is even, even better because the guy say, so Nicholas Cage says like, what is this? Like what this oh, yeah. foods, this food's pretentious. These all these like this food. Well, he tells them what did you want to, yeah, what did you yeah. want to do? Yeah, it, it reminded me actually kind of reminded me of Fight Club with the uh, with the veterinarian with the veterinarian guy. Remember the liquor store guy where they put the gun oh, to yeah. his head? Like, oh what yeah, yeah. Like, what did you want to be? Like what did you want to be? Yeah, you know you're right. Actually, it was and, and ultimately doesn't he like start crying too? Like yes. after like he's like yeah yeah like like you're right. This isn't what I but, but because yes. because. Yes. So this is where I've come to. I, I just wanted a bar. Like I wanted a bar a with pub, a, you know, a pub, a, a pub, a pub. Yeah. I wanted a pub with the. <laughs> he's like, "What's that dish you want to serve at your pub?" And he's like, "Like right away, like boom, like a like a Scotch egg or something like that." Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, "I want to do a brew pub," but then and he kind of he and he breaks them. He's like, he does, uh, you yeah. know, so this is pretentious guy comes out. You know, the lady brings the 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 high end bottle of wine that he's pouring oh, for yeah, both yeah, of them, yeah. and he breaks them. He says. This isn't what you wanted to do. You wanted to open up that that pub, that English pub, where where you can make your be, be passionate about. That was your passion. 
Right. And instead, you're doing this nonsense that that's ridiculous. You're doing the trendy uh, <laughs> yeah. Oregon, Portland, uh, Portland trendy. Yeah, like you know, yeah. And, and the guy said, "No one wants a pub; they want the high end stuff, and this is it." Exactly. And like basically, Nicholas Sketch says, "Like, no, you got to follow your dream, and be true to yourself," which is a which is a very very well, poignant he, moment. Well, he also tells him like like these people don't care about you, you know. Yeah. Like the, you know, these people don't know who you know. They don't really know who you are, and they don't care about you. And that's when it starts breaking down. He's like, starts realizing, like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, uh, it's yeah, I'm only doing this because it's basically it's money, and it's like yeah. you know, it's like, it's a credibility. It's Absolutely. it's not what I love. It's it's not what I want to do. Yeah, it's a very powerful, poignant scene where he breaks right. the guy down. And I almost thought they were going to do like an epilogue of the guy opening up the pub, oh, yeah. which is kind to, of to what, show you what happens. Yeah, uh, yeah it would have been, been cool, I think. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, so he breaks down this pretentious chef with the pretentious food, uh, and then he finds out. So the big reveal is the the uh, the chef basically tells him that it's the hereditary kid's father who has the pig. Right, and so then, then Nicholas Cage freaks out, like saying, "It's been your dad the whole time," and like, you know, what's going on? Yeah, and so uh, you realize that the relationship between the hereditary kid and Adam Argan has been it's strained. It's not, yeah. although, you know, although even earlier on, though, there's been little hints, yeah, that, that that they that he has an estranged relationship that he's trying to aspire to be, yeah, to be the fa- to be the son that the father will be happy to be take yeah. his place. So and 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 it's funny we bring up the uh, drug uh, analogy, but it's basically the, it's a truffle war, right? Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Because yeah. the dad deals with the truffles, the kid deals with the truffles. It's yeah. a truffle war, and which is a, a, analogous to like the the drug war, right? Right. So Nicholas Cage goes to Adam Markin's. It's a very simple story. Nicholas Cage goes to Adam Markin's house, and they have the confrontation. And uh, and Adam Arkin basically is, is like a, a drug lord. Yeah, he does look like a drug lord too. Yeah. yeah. Or but he, he offers him money. Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you this money. Get out of here. Don't come back here, or else I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with you. Like, yeah. He says twenty five thousand dollars, and if I see you again, you're dead, basically. Right. Or actually, right. he says if I see you again, you're dead, and your pig's dead, or something like that. Yeah. So I'm still thinking Nicholas Cage is going to come out of retirement from mercenary status. And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like, what the heck is he going to like suit up, like suit up, like, like, like suit up. up. It's like, like, it's, come on, big daddy. It's time. Like it's time, yeah. big daddy, <laughs> like suit up, but no, it never happens. So then the, uh, the, so Nicholas Cage tells the hereditary guy, here's a, here's a list. I need these things. And so the uh, part three is a bird wine and bread. And so the uh, hereditary kid gets the bottle of wine from the uh, funeral, the mortuary, the cemetery. It's a mor- yeah, it's a mortuary. It's a mortuary. It's a cemetery. It cemetery. Wife. It's a cemetery. Cemetery. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the, the actual area is in the, like one of those walking areas where the yeah. where the caskets are. Yeah, that's which cemetery, I believe is a mortuary. So. No, I'm cemetery. I'm going for the she, movie Mortuary. She's, in, it was she's, like in, she's entombed. It's something yeah. in mausoleum. Oh, mausoleum. It's, yeah, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. Mausoleum. I mean, yeah, you're right. The mausoleum. <laughs> like so that's how I think of the Bobby movie. Brzee, like Bobby Brzee. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The mausoleum. But they also have like a special area though, where it has like a uh, like their their ethics. Their um. Because remember, he has like the wine bottles are. Yeah, are just, I think that's just like here, hold these for me. I think what it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously, the guy, as much as an asshole the guy was, uh, he's he had made a lot of friends too. 
because can we, uh, can we do a rewatch of a mausoleum with uh, oh geez bobby, bobby Brzee and marjo and marjo is marjo that's one, that's one of those movies that's super hard to watch yeah. is it really it's very hard to watch very hard because <laughs> like, i tried doing because the effects on there are so bad and and even i think it's like it's it literally takes place like in like an la like, like one of those la like uh, cemeteries those ones that we always pass through <laughs> oh, bobby oh. Rizzi and marjo yeah. gordner if i'm not mistaken the cast yeah 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 something about the devil like the like the devil like in like Jeez. the devil the devil um takes over her body or something like that i, I actually i didn't it wasn't that long ago that i actually watched it really yeah, because yeah, doesn't she also mean wear like a nude, bo- like a bodysuit? Where like I don't, her- I don't, no, it's not, it's not a bodysuit. Yeah. I, think, I think, yeah, because it's it's, it's it's topless. Yeah, and she, I think, and she's like an older, she was an older woman at the but time. But then she, she had like not- a, it's a bodysuit, yeah. No, as far as I remember, as far as I, I don't remember her like trans. Oh, when she does transform into yeah, like a yeah, yeah, character, yeah. yeah, but no, yeah, but this part's where she's just like you know regular. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, but I'm talking about where she transforms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a horrible uh, movie, but for some reason, it just like I said, the only reason why it stood stood up stood out to us is because I sat next to her. Because she's attractive, uh, an attractive woman, and she was attractive, yeah, attractive. But also because we sat next to her during uh, the uh, the Lon Chaney Festival. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so part three is the bird, the wine, and the bread. And so the kid gets the wine. I don't know where they who gets the bird, but uh, he goes and visits someone. Oh, yeah. yeah, he visits someone to get the bread. And I don't know who this woman is. I thought it was his daughter, his daughter. but it, I, I I it was it's his not. Daughter too. No, it's not his daughter. Oh, it's not his daughter. No, and oh. then I thought maybe it's a lover. But I then at the, I don't know. But at the, it must have been someone who just ultimately worked with him because at the very end, he said uh, she says the wife's name, which is like Laura or something like that. Uh, Laura. Mm. Uh, That's why says, I thought it was his like his like his kid from his wife. No, no, because she's at the end. She says his wife's name wanted the curtains to be down. He's like, mm. he said, he walks out and he says, I'm glad you took down the curtains. And mm. she says his wife's name wanted it that way. So it oh, can't be the okay. daughter because what I mentioned, it was said mom wanted this. That's true. So yeah. it, it must have been, I assume, a student because she says, unless he wasn't, unless he wasn't allowed to like say, like, like, like you can't say her, like you can't no. say her name anymore. You know, no, I mean, because because she, like, she says, uh, you're the chef, I'm the baker. Hmm. So I I thought it was like a lover, but I don't think it was. I, I thought it was. It was I thought it was his daughter. I thought it was his daughter. You know, so to me, I thought it was his daughter. So you know, and that, and the mom was obviously you know the the ultimate the uh, the reason why he becomes the way he becomes. There is that weird scene where he goes back to his former house and then he starts talking to that kid. Oh yeah, like, the kid. Yeah, with the, with the little drum thing. That, that, was, like kind of, that, that was kind of like where's that mom? Where's that kid? Well, yeah, where the parents at? Yeah, where the parents? Like this, like this, like uh, this, this, literally child molester, homeless. Yeah, guy. Portland, Oregon. This guy just walks into somebody's yard and there's a little kid. Like, uh, like there, there used to be a persimmon tree right there. Like, uh, like it's not like what's a persimmon? In? Oh yeah, it's, it's, it looks like a tomato. It's like, it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a weird, it's a weird scene. It's a it, weird. it is a weird scene. It's it's supposed to be like a reminiscent scene. Little, little but, out but of it, is, it is weird. Could have been cut. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking like you're gonna like molest them like a child yeah molester. i know like, like yeah. It, yeah and you're right and it's weird because it's it's filmed from inside the in the, the, yes. the doors open on the side yes. and the, so it's filmed from inside the house and where's the parents at for this kid yeah where the parents? <laughs> exactly like 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 you know like 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 like, like who are you like what are you doing <laughs> oh so he collects all the stuff for the meal and then ultimately he per, per, uh, uh uh cooks like the last supper is what i probably i would call it yeah and it's a. I'm assuming it's me being the cook. I think it's a squab, and uh, he does some potatoes. It looks like, and then he has the bread that he collected from the the bakery, 
And so he makes kind of this last supper. So he's cooking with the kid and him, he and the kid kind of, kind of like have like a father son relationship. And you realize that the kid needs a father figure because the dad's a jerk. And so he kind of latches on to Nick, Nick Cage as like the father figure, which is kind of cute. And so they make this meal for Adam Arkin. And then the kid goes and gets Adam Arkin. The Adam Arkin character is like, go away. Like, quit bothering me. Go away. But ultimately yeah. convinces the kid, the, the Adam Arkin, to go in the, the kid in the, the dining room. So it's the kid, Adam Arkin, and Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage serves, uh, gets this meal and prepares it for the three of them. Which, uh, looking at Nicolas Cage, I want wouldn't want him anywhere near my food. Exactly, because he because he keep in he mind smelled. he has not showered yet. He has not. Uh, there's no hygiene. Is it hygiene is like is like at, at the, literally net like level like ninety nine hygiene bad hygiene. Yeah, there's no hair net. There's no. <laughs> I assume that he had to wash his hand at some hands at some point. I, I mean, he I probably smells that. like ass. He smells like ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he yeah. smells like yeah. ass. There's no hair net. He's barely washing his hands. Like I'm not eating that food. I don't care. I don't care how many Michelin stars he has. I'm not, I'm not yeah. touching that food. Yeah. And so yeah. then you think, is the food poisoned? Is the wine poisoned? I'm thinking he's gonna get that that knife and stab it in the dude's neck. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still it, thinking it, something it, as, soon, as soon as the first bite happens, you know, you 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 knew what was happening though. As soon as the first bite happens, uh, you see, know, I didn't you know. I didn't know I didn't know that. I, I, really? I, I didn't know that till he starts breaking down and crying. Yeah, no, see, it's that once once he starts, you know, like it's, it's a testament to the, the actor. Once he takes that first bite, he's like, he's got that look on his face, like, hmm, like this is like actually like I get it. And then I think it's when he drinks the wine, and then, then he, uh, he, starts, he puts he starts putting it like, and then it goes, then it starts, then he starts to break yeah, down, like, yeah, oh my and, god, and, I'm having the memory. And remember, Nicholas Cage tells the kid, "Make sure you get this certain wine." Oh yeah, it was a yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah. And remember, Nicholas Cage shows in the bottle. It's a certain year. It's a certain, yeah, yeah. A certain winery, and and uh, and so eventually, what we come to know is that this is the meal that he right. had with his wife that Nicholas Cage had prepared for him years ago. And so Adam Markin has this 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 uh, flood of of emotions yeah, and right. memories, emotions, and he yeah. literally breaks down and runs back to his study. All right. So then Nicholas Cage comes to him and says, "And you know the the guy says, why are you doing this to me?'" He says, "I want the pig. I love the pig. I want the pig." And then the shocking reveal is well, but you know, I, I kind of knew what was going to happen. Oh, did because, you? Shoot. Yeah, I, I, you, you knew that. You knew. I kind of knew what was going to oh, happen because no, think about no, it. No, no, what, no. What can no. you do with this? With this, it's not like a, like a dog. You know, it's like you kind of knew what was going to happen. No, I, no. I, I had already known. Like you know, was you know, I, I knew, I knew already. So there are certain Mark... animals that you can't take with that cats and pigs. <laughs> certain animals don't have like are more delicate. You know? <laughs> Why cats and pigs? Because cats are cats are you know at least at least a dog can take a little bit more. Really? You know? Why was that based? I think cats uh, are resilient. Well, de- cats depending are on the resilient. depending on the size of a dog, if you have a larger dog, you know, it can take more like a, you know more abuse. physical as opposed to like a cat small. The, dog, oh. you know, the, 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 pig the pig's like, big. Like, the pig's big. What? It's fat, but it's tender. It's like a tender like it's like a it's like a pampered tender creature. It's not oh. like and if you and if you no, think about no, the, no. the the pig in the movie, no, no, it's a no. very tender. You know, it's, this is no, one of my, another no, little no. quib I had about the movie. It was super clean. It was like the orange. It was very like like well groomed. It wasn't no, dirty no, like no. the way he was. He was more dirty than the pig. Yeah. That was like kind of like a maybe he bathed the pig daily because he cared yeah yeah for yeah it. he literally took yeah the pig was literally like like. 
He took mm. care of you're right though. It's kind of like a kid. Like the, the pig was like his kid. Literally. There's even, there's even the accusation, which is pretty funny. Like you're a pig effer. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah. And he tells he's like, 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 no, I don't I don't, I don't have sex the pig. I don't have the pig. Yeah, I don't I don't have sex with the pig. Yeah. So the big reveal, which is super sad, is that the oh, yeah. the druggies that kidnapped the pig ultimately the pig ex- experienced too much trauma right. and died. Right. And Al- and Alan Arkin seems to be kind of remorseful about it, actually. Like oh, he, yeah. it's, he's yeah. very vulnerable because you know he has the meal with his wife, their the meal that reminded him of his wife, and he says, "I'm so sorry, but the pig's actually dead already." And then Nicholas Cage just breaks down. And they don't show him. They don't really show his face. They show him from behind, which is super cool because he's just like broken down on the floor. Yeah, they the show study. him fall down from the front, and then it kind of yeah. like goes around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a uh, wonderfully uh, shot scene. And then, and the other the other thing too that you that you find out is that Nicholas Cage tells I believe he tells the, the the kid. I say the kid. The guy's actually like he's old. He's older than than a kid. But the other thing he tells him is I don't need the pig. I can I can actually find the mushrooms on my own. It's right. Not, you know, it's not that it's uh, the truffle, pig truffles, is my truffles. is my yeah yeah that yeah, I can find the uh, the truffles on my own. It's the, I love the pig. The pig is my which which I you know I understand as a person that has like you know like loves cats and yeah, I'm sure you, you love yeah. your dogs. Oh yeah. You can, you can understand that oh, bond. Yeah. You know, yeah. So so I get that. So it made sense to me. That made sense. Yeah. As he basically said, "Who cares about the truffles? It's oh, yeah, about yeah, my yeah, I, I, I can get those myself. This is my yeah. pet. It's family. Yeah, yeah. This has nothing to do with making money. I, I can give a crap about that. This is my exactly. Yeah. So then when, when Anna Markin reveals that the pig is dead and Nicolas Cage is just like destroyed, which, you know, ultimately oh, yeah, we yeah. feel for him. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, the kid takes him back to his town yeah. and that's it. Well, he, he does, he does tell him though, like, are you okay? Cause you get, you do get that sense of feeling like, Oh, this might be the end of Nicolas Cage. You know, he's just might've, you know, he's lost his wife, you know, well, which, and, and you don't which, learn about which, this until, Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't, don't learn know about why he. Until... You don't know if she's dead or she just left them. Yeah, but you know, right? it's like that final scene. The final the scene. The final scene tells you that it's probably she. She died she's at some dead point because of the yeah. cassette player. Yeah. So he has nothing anymore, you know. And he goes back. Yeah, you know, it's just like so. You're thinking a little. You're kind of wondering. Oh wow! But then they show him back at his place, and he pulls on. He puts the cassette tape with the song. Yeah, but and... he's. But but think about it. I, maybe maybe I agree with you though because he's listening to the mournful wife thing the well, song. Okay, I have a question for you. Without without looking this up, and I don't know if you looked this up. Do you I do did, you did you recognize that song? I did recognize the song, but now see, I, see, I, I, I knew right off the bat what it was. I was and I was laughing. I was like, ha, 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 like 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 I actually had this album back in the day. So he, he's listening to her sing the song, and he's looking at the pig, the empty pig bed. Yeah, it's the, gone. The, like the does he yeah. commit suicide? Ah, it's, you know, that's it's, it's very subjective. I like it's it, very the two subjective. most important things to him are dead now. Very subjective. Is that yeah, like I'm out? Yeah, it's very subjective. They don't it's I think it's left to you to decide. Does does he go on or does he does he end himself? So it's, it's very subjective. I guess I'd like to think that like he had that new form bond with the kid, and yeah, you know, the kid possibility. The kid didn't. So they then they definitely they had a, a, a connection because the right. kid has daddy issues because his dad's a jerk. Right. So right. he's looking to Nick Cage as a father figure, and then they shake hands, and then for some reason the kid's about to go with at the diner, and the kid's about to go home, and then he decides to sleep there. So it makes you makes you think that he's he's gonna sleep there and then go to Nicholas Cage in the morning because why didn't he just drive back? Yeah, but yeah, me, yeah. I guess the optimist in, the optimist in me thinks that they're still gonna continue continue to work and have some type of relationship maybe. Yeah. So what, what yeah. was what, what was the song? 
all right so like when she starts singing it like i'm like she like, does i, I know, know the song. the song yeah it's a uh, it's a uh, bruce springsteen's uh, on oh. fire from his born in the usa born oh, yeah, in the I us Wait, i didn't know that so you would have never you would have like that it sounded familiar yeah like like ooh, i'm on fire can't stand the guy oh, that go. song will always be in my mind it's like you know the guy does write it like, did write a lot of great songs born in the uh, usa yeah off, off the off the born in the usa song there you go. The, yeah, on fire. Yeah. So I was like laughing, going like, so I was, I was trying to get like the metaphor, like of like, what does that mean? Like the, you know, like, ooh. I'm sure it means something in that context of the, of the wife and him. Honestly, honestly, very good movie. Shocking, oh, surprising. Shocking. It's a, good. It, it, yeah. It's one of those surprise, like a surprise, surprise yeah. movie that you're not expecting it to be like, oh, you know, it's like kind of a throwaway. Probably you would never even watch it. Probably, you know, if you really think about it, you know, so, like, like, not a surprisingly good movie, a shockingly good movie. Oh, I think yeah. it's more. I think it's be. I I think I would go back and watch this again. There you go. There you I go. think I think I actually would go back and watch this again. It was that. It, it was that it, good. It's also a movie that you could recommend to, like you could recommend it to other people and go like, yeah, check this out. You know, because you're probably never. Like I said, most people are probably not even going to hear it, know about it, because you know the way that you know it's not. It's not a theatrical release, right. so it's like. Uh, you know, nobody. You know, it's going to go back and it's going to go slip into the archives of uh, Nicolas the, Cage. The where they now files. Yeah, the where they. Yeah, exactly. It'll be. Yeah. This is a movie that he made like in two thousand twenty. You know, twenty one or. You know it, that uh, it's so nuanced and so it's, it's such a finesse. And when you think about it, like it has a lot of things going on with it, that's right. Yeah. It's acted well. It's shot well. It's very subtle in a way. The story it's is like very said, it's also well cast. It's well casted too. Well casted. Honestly, this might be this might be for me probably the best movie I've seen in a while. I think shockingly, really? wow, Shocking. wow. So remember, like, let's rewind the last week, and I was saying like this Nicholas Cage is like useless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm eating crow. And that's why I always said that Nicholas Cage. You know, because like I said, we were talking about we see. I've we seen a lot of movies. I mean, you know, he's not all that bad of, of a guy. You know, he has made some movies that are that are that are decent. So yeah, you know, even you know, every once in a while, you can pull something out. <laughs> <laughs> this might no. Yeah. I'm gonna go on the record and say this might be the like best, best Nicholas Cage movie I've ever seen. Wow. Gosh, better than better than uh than uh Valley Girl or was it? Was well, I, I don't think I've seen that. No, no, you said, uh, yeah, no, Valley Girl and Is Raising Valley Arizona. Girl? I need to go back and watch Raising Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When we did, and again, I said initially this is going to be like the Nick Cage, like our gateway perspective. to the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I still want to do a Kick Ass though, because Kick Ass is still one of my still okay. my favorite superhero movies. So that you know, and, and he does have great lines in there too. When's the last time you've seen that? uh probably well not so much the movie but watching scenes with him like interacting like whole thing no the whole thing beginning uh probably about six months ago maybe probably yeah because it's like i said it's it is my favorite okay uh, it is my favorite superhero movie of all time and and i you know it's so over the top very deep deaf uh dead polishy you know like a you know uh, rated r like rated r ish you know so there's a lot of cussing sex and stuff like that yeah yeah might might be uh might be we might be on to uh, like a Nick Cage. We might be watching movies that we didn't even think. It's like it's it's like that Red Rock West. Like I've never seen that movie, mm. even though we know somebody who literally did the makeup on him that literally made go. like his bones like like broken in the movie, and we've never seen the movie. Like there we know, like it's like we know the makeup artist, but we've never seen the movie. Yeah. All righty. So we're pushing, of course, three hours because that's our Jeez. time. 
Oh boy. <laughs> but I think we're good. I think we're yeah. we're good. So uh, yeah. we'll do Drucker uh, Fest in two weeks. Well, probably we will do the interview at Mo. Probably within the next few weeks too. And I think uh, we'll have to find a new and uh, House of Leaves to be continued. Oh yeah. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy times. Cicero definitely, de- definitely going to start start reading that too, though, because I, you know, I need to. And, uh, so you said you're on chapter three, so I yeah, guess very slow, very slow. But right. uh, so basically, exactly. dividing the reading between House of Leaves and Cicero studying. So right, busy, right. busy times. Right. Any any last thoughts? No, I'm good. I'm good. Like three hours, three hours worth. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got everything out. You're empty. Your brain's empty. Yeah, yeah, I'm empty now. So this is Bruce Views and Other Nerdities. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And uh, we still have some supermassive cafe debt revolution says uh, cheers. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.